you guys are watching the number one freedom podcast in the entire of Gainesville, Florida. Yes, that's right. <laughs> the Who Move My Freedom podcast is number one in um, all of Florida. All of Florida. I'm claim someone's gonna be mad about that and challenge my claim on number one in all of Florida. You know what? Forget it. Number one in America, number one on the planet for the Second Amendment freedom man stuff. You are watching Who Moved My Freedom. First thing I want to remind you guys to do is go to thehankstrange.com and um, sign up for our email list there. Check out Lola's deals. Lola's always working on throwing deals up there for you guys. <clears throat> if you want to know what platforms we're on, you can find a list of that under the Strangerholics tab. So that's, you know, that's the place to go there. We've got links to uh, Ballistic Inc. that you can go to. That's where you can get cool shirts like this Gun Nerd shirt. I know I need to design like some new shirts. We've got to work on all of that stuff, but it's been really, really, really crazy around here. Um, that being said, oh yeah, of course, I cannot forget U.S. Law Shield. We do have, I don't know if that's, there we go. We got that in focus. U.S. Law Shield. This is the Florida gun law book that I keep showing here, but you guys can sign up for U.S. Law Shield in the description. We've got some savings in there. I am a member. Lola is also a member. All right. That being said, let me throw my guests up in here on the screen and uh, smash the open button and let's go for it. Welcome back to the Hanks. All right, guys, situation. make sure you subscribe Lifestyle to the channel here, smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We are live. So we've got a new guest, Tools and Targets. He's joining us. We do this thing called Jazz Hands. Everyone has to do the Jazz Hands. I see. Keep it going. No one can stop the Jazz Hands until I say so. <laughs> no. All right. Good, good. Great Jazz Hands going. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on out there. This is set episode 756 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. As I said, my guests um, are Tools and Targets and Young Dillspeck joining us here live Welcome to everyone out there. Big shout out to Walther Arms. You guys can see it down there. They sponsor the show. We appreciate that. Lots of cool things uh, coming out from Walther, including the new PDP. Um, if you haven't seen that, I've got a long interview with them talking about that. Anyone familiar with the PDP out there? We have one in stock. Awesome. Awesome. What are you guys selling it for in the store, Dylan? $6.49. $6.49. There you go. What do you think about it? Like it? You can tell us if you don't like it. We just won't have you back on the show ever again. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Honestly, I really like it. You do? Oh, okay. All right. I think it has a really good trigger, nice feeling gun from what I've been yeah. able to see. Um, do you think... So I think it is an improvement from... Um, you know, from the, uh, from the previous... Uh, why is it going out of my brain? Uh... The PPQs, do you like? And then obviously, people are like, oh, it's the same as the P as the PPQ. What do you think? You know, to be honest with me, I don't have a ton of personal experience with Walter guns in general. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I from you know we sell quite a few of them, and I get mm -hmm. feedback from other people. But um, the PDP, based on what I've seen, like I to me, it's like the nicest feeling. I like the trigger on it, mm -hmm. and um, like if you're a striker fire guy like me, you could shoot that gun really well. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, good. There you go. I mean, what more of an endorsement can you ask for 
right there. Let's go. This comment from Michael Avins is for tools and targets. We'll go full screen on him. Boom. He says, that's the way to rock a hat. <laughs> hey, if you're going to do it, go all the way with it, man. Yeah. What's up, tools and targets, man? Good to see you for the first time. Welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you having me tonight. Oh, um, yeah, you're most, most welcome. Um, I see an AK behind you. I see some kind of bullpup. What is that bullpup behind you? That is the Panzer BP-12. Love that. Love that shotgun. I oh, absolutely cool. love it. Yeah, how does it run? I haven't had a chance to. Uh... Amazing. That gun is absolutely amazing. I I, I was kind of hesitant on buying that. I had, I had looked at that thing for years, man, and I was real hesitant because I've seen a lot of videos where people getting failure to feeds, failure to ejects, but it's run flawless for me. Absolutely flawless, man. No problem. Oh, cool. What did you, uh, what's the price point on those? Uh, I paid six forty nine for it. You can get them for around five ninety nine sometimes, but I've seen them as much as seven hundred ish or so even. Okay. Um. Our, so the Archangel says, "Is that a Cletus McFarlane hat?" Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> what Cletus McFarlane sells those hats? Is that he, he does. It's just some oh. of his merch. Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. So he's based in um he's based in Florida, I think. Yeah, he yeah. definitely is. Yeah. Yeah, he's got his own racetrack. Um, where? Awesome. Yeah, I know, man. Uh, uh, dude, if I had my own racetrack. He's living the dream, man. Like, yeah. I, I watched him. Well, I'm sure a lot of people who's a fan did. Watched him come from just small time, putting turbo whistles and exhaust to buying a racetrack. That's amazing, man. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations to him on that. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to go up there, but hopefully one of these days. I'll go up there. Maybe I'll go up there with the uh, camper van and see how fast I can get this thing. Going. That would be awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we flip it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll go viral, but Lola will definitely divorce me after I... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> after I crash that. Um, <laughs> so let's see here. Do you, are you aware of uh, Cletus McFarlane at all, Dylan? Do you know who that is? YouTube? No? Not really. No. There you go. So you're not into cars, I take it. Yeah. You don't look at car stuff on the YouTubes. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I understand. It's all right. Um, yeah, some, some people's not into the car thing. That's, yeah. that, that's all I need is another expensive hobby. Right. Exactly. You're talking about expensive. Yeah, yeah big time. Yeah. He's only into guns and older ladies. Cougar. That's it. That's correct. <laughs> Guns and cougars. Oh, I love it. <laughs> when you make your YouTube channel, that's what you should call it. You better reserve that right now. <laughs> that would be amazing, dude. Yeah. Guns, uh, Guns and Cougars. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or as uh, uh, as uh, Kevin Dixie would say, saber tooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh boy. Yeah, that I think that would actually be fun. That would be cool. You would be the man to do it. You would be the man to do it. I think you could, you know, you could blow Demo Ranch out of the box in terms of numbers if you do that, Dylan. Yeah. That would be awesome. You need to get on that. I want to see that. That's a channel. <laughs> That's a channel I want to see right now. Uh, shout out to Smash Time. I see him out there. He's bigging you up. Uh, and obviously he was on the show and you were on his show, right? Oh yeah, I love me some Smash Time. He's one of the. He was really one of the first YouTubers that kind of reached out to me. He's man, like you know, just how how's it going? Just yeah. just collabing, and he's an awesome dude, man. I love some Smash Time. Yeah, he yeah he's a uh, he absolutely was um, 
a good dude. And I mean, uh, he's not as good as me, but he's all right. I mean, <laughs> he was cool, man. He was, he was a nice guy. I've got oh, he's, to, he's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I've got to figure out. I got to make time to get on his show as well as other people. I know I'm supposed to like there's people invited me to go on their stuff. It's just really crazy. And uh, yeah, my head is always spinning. I'm basically falling through the days here. This is uh, how crazy it is. I don't see how you do it every night, a podcast yeah. like this. That's that's crazy, man. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, tomorrow night we're going to take the night off, which is what we do from time to time when I need um, some extra. My, one of my lights just fell down. This is so ridiculous. I got a okay. feeling Lola does all the work, and you're just a pretty face of the channel. Um, Am I right? Mm. <laughs> Lola, does, Lola does do a lot of stuff. This light actually fell down. I don't know. I'm going to have to figure out some other place to stash this light here let's see we'll put it there for now there we go all right <laughs> all right so you know what let's um everyone's talking about cougars in the this is how so easily gun guys can get distracted i love it <laughs> uh uh lv louis cypher says better cougars than turkey vultures <laughs> i don't know that yeah i don't even want to know um and Armin and Axis says, if I take the cars up to uh, to Cletus McFarlane, he would welcome <clears throat> you. Yeah, I will. I'm going to do that one of these days. Um, so let's see here. You know what? Here's what we should do, Tools and Targets. Tell the folks out there in the audience about yourself, about your channel, what kind of stuff you do there. I'll, uh, I'll jump to your channel while we're talking about it here. Oh, about me, man. I'm I'm a gun loving, freedom loving, rights and no compromise kind of guy. I'm just I'm a I'm a, a child of the '80s, I guess you would say. Born in the '70s, but I guess you would say that's a child of the '80s for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm just all about some guns, man. As far as my channel, I do everything from ammo scouting around to unboxing guns. I've got my own little steel shooting range. I do a lot of shooting. I'm just getting into the reloading thing, so I'm going down a huge rabbit hole. Yeah, it looks now, like man. you're doing a lot of um, a lot of reloading, a lot of ammo from what I can see. Uh, you got some Rock Island stuff going on there, too. That's cool. Yeah, I just, uh, just did a little video on that little M206, that 38 special little stubby, man. That gun was... What's that up, y'all? Coming at you today with another me. little gun. It surprised the heck out of me, that little gun. I was amazed at the accuracy of that little gun because I'm I'm not the best shooter. I like to think I'm Wild Bill Hickok out there, but, you know, uh, but it was amazing, the accuracy on that little gun. I was yeah. really, really impressed. It comes with uh, wood grips as well as uh, the rubber grips. That's cool. Yeah, and then the wood grips sold me on that because, you know, I'm I'm not a – I'm y'all be 46 next month, so but I'm, I'm just so into the old-timey look and that gun. Mm-hmm. It, it just reminded me of an old detective show, so it's – sold me on it instantly <laughs> that's all it took uh do you ever see these out your way dylan i've never I, i've not seen that revolver before i don't know if dylan if you've seen the rock island revolver coming through the store we have i've seen some rock island revolvers but i don't think i've seen that particular one. Oh, okay all right most people a lot of people are familiar with the m200 it's the four that's inch what barrel. we have yeah, a oh, lot okay. of people. That little 206 is a hot little item, man. It flies out of the store when it's in there. It's a little two-inch barreled one. Mm-hmm. We've had people ask for that one, and we haven't had one. Yeah. It's super hot little gun. Yeah, so a bunch and, of- and so inexpensive, 239 bucks for that Oh, gun. that's pretty good. That's Heck pretty good. yeah, man. Is it, does it feel lightweight? 
Uh, not really, and which I like. I didn't. I don't. I'm not a fan of those. Uh, whether they call them the featherweights or whatever yeah. they call ultra weights, whatever. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of those really light guns like that. And this okay. one's got some heft to it now. But I will say, I got pretty big hands, and when you try to get a hold of that little wooden grip, man, it just disappears in your hands for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you based out of? What state are you in? Can you tell I'm me? I'm in southwestern Virginia. Virginia. Okay. Awesome. Absolutely. Very cool. Very cool. Six Semper Tyrannus for all the Virginia guys out there. <laughs> all right. Smash Time says, ask him about not getting monetized. Because I saw you have about <sighs> 2,000 subscribers. I'm going to recommend everyone go subscribe to you. But are you not monetized? Tony, Eva, you don't even want to open up that can of worms. But yeah, no, I'm go. not. Uh, What's the deal? I tell you, man, the deal is YouTube, and I don't want to get too crazy with it because you'll get me on a serious rant as far as that goes. But, um, you know, I Go hit the thousand mark. It, I went a little bit over the thousand, of course. And, you know, you see the content on my mm -hmm. channel. It's it's gun shooting. I shoot little explosive targets, uh, you know, very little modification whatsoever. If I modify something, it's going to be changing grips, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I did my whole applied for monetization deal. Waited for a couple of weeks, heard nothing. I saw, ah, they're busy, you know, three weeks, four weeks. And right at a month, I get a denial. The reason for the denial is harmful or dangerous content, of course, wow. and linking to the firearms policy. But but what really got me is, and, and you know, I'm sure you've been through this and anybody with YouTube has been through this mess. They don't mm -hmm. tell you what the problem is. Yeah. They make it so general because, let's be honest, they don't want you to fix it. They, they're... You know, the people that are running YouTube right now, they absolutely hate firearms. Like, we're not kidding ourselves mm -hmm. by thinking any different. They hate firearms, so they generalize it so broad that you can never figure it out. And, you know, I went through the channel, and what really, really gets me about it is when you go through their firearms policy uh, and you see, well, what happens if you violate these terms, if your content is deemed dangerous or harmful, well, what are the what are the repercussions? Well, you'll get sent warnings and your content will be removed. I've not received a single warning about a single video. I've not had any content removed. So it's too dangerous and harmful to monetize me, but it's not dangful, dangerous and harmful enough to take it down. That's what really gets me going, man. Yeah, really. Gets so me how long ago was that that they denied you? Uh, I'll be able to reapply on May the 5th. So it was uh, wow. on the 5th of this case, this month. Yeah. Wow. So, and I, I plan on reapplying every 30 days. I, and I'll be honest with you, I don't think my channel will ever get monetized because when I go through, there's a few videos that I can kind of look at. The very first video I made with this AK, this Palmetto AK, mm -hmm. uh, I showed putting a bayonet on it. Maybe they can point to that as modification. Mm -hmm. And the only other modification I have whatsoever is a little Heritage Rough Rider revolver putting bird head grips on the thing. Yeah. That's it for monitor. So if they're pointing at dangerous content with my shooting, it's a wrap. There's no fixing that. No, I think someone just um, just universally denied you. Um, I don't I, I mean, I don't know if this is getting too personal, but it, like the thoughts that are coming to my mind. Uh, behind the scenes on your videos, uh, do you have tags in your videos? As far as you mean like... Uh, like video tags. So whenever you post a video, are you putting in video tags there? Not yet? one single tag. Okay, because I would anything. say... Yeah, I would say remove all of those. Do not you a have, single tag. Do you have any links to firearms video? Uh, firearms not, companies? Not one single link at all. Okay. I don't get it. Okay, yeah. 
Um, it's tough to figure out what's going on there because I've heard like there's other people who've who've recently started channels and they've gotten monetized, right? I'm sure you've seen that, Dylan. Um, it's kind of random. I totally don't get it, man. I just I can't fit, and that's what I'm saying. It's it's like they're so vague because they really don't want you. They they don't like this content. Is the bottom line. So they're not yeah. going to pinpoint. If they would tell me a specific video, then I it would be my choice. Do I want to conform or do I not? You know. I don't think they want to do that for legal reasons, and they they just really don't want you to know. Like what we're doing right now is guessing, and that's what they want everyone to do. Um, right. I could tell you guys, like on the car side of Stranger Palooza, the channel I created for car stuff, um, when I qualified for monetization, probably five minutes after I pushed the request button, they monetized me. And that's, See, that's the, unreal, man. Yeah, that's on the car side. So on the on the main Hank Strange channel, um, recently I just saw, I think about fifteen of my latest videos where we're shooting guns. They went through and limited the ad revenue on that. And they see, and that's my, it. if that's the case, that's why I say it. If that's yeah. what they're saying is harmful or dangerous is me shooting on my own steel range, blowing up little explosive binary targets. If that's yeah. the reason, I'll never get monetized because I refuse to change that. That's my channel. I mean, yeah. that's, that's me, you know. They have some kind of thing about the, where you have to, um, you know, where you have to be on a professional like professional range i don't even understand listen i really don't understand where youtube is going with gun content and all that it's kind of crazy it's tough to figure it out um and i'm not really sure what we're gonna all do about that they're obviously uh you know trying to push us in in a specific direction uh people want to know if you're live out there dylan he's alive he's here he's waiting for the ladies to start asking him questions i'm sure he's seeing can you see the can you see the chat, Dylan? No, I cannot. Oh, there should be something you could um there should be something there where you Oh, could, I just found it. Yeah. Um and the same thing goes for you, tools and targets. You should be able to press a button there. I did, I figured that out. Yeah. I'll, I'll say one more thing about the YouTube. I see some some uh, jokes in the comments about it's the hat that's triggering them. You know what's so <laughs> funny is I made a video on Easter and I took some binary explosives and I put them in the Easter eggs and in the whole premise, I made a little story out of it with this ammo shortage that I went out to shoot on Easter and uh, my ammo was all gone and the Easter bunny had stolen it and made these explosive eggs was the story of the video. And at the very end, I found the Easter bunny in the video and I blew them up with Tannerite and the very next day is when my decision come back demonetized yeah. or not monetized people are like man you killed the Easter Bunny that's what did it yeah they saw they saw that video and they were like oh, yeah. no oh man yeah it's I don't know man it's really crazy and it's really random um I would suggest like looking for alternate look if it sucks that that's the way that it is but maybe are you on Patreon or some other um, crowdsourcing <laughs> I, thing like I that? I make or? a little subscribe star profile, but I'll be honest with you. I'm not doing this for money. I'm not. I don't need money from this. I'm not a rich guy, but I don't need any money off. I did this. I'm doing this for the fun, man. I love doing this stuff. But my thing is, is they're making money off of me, whether they monetize me or not. People watching my channel is boost, boosting their numbers. They can take it to their advertisers and show these views. If they're making money off me, I want to get into their pocket. I just want to because I know they're profiting off of me, you know? 
Yeah. Yeah, Dylan, did you want to jump in here on that? No. I think he's exactly right. Okay. Yeah. I Here's here's my response is what I'm going to say to you, because I hear a lot of people saying, hey, I'm not doing this for money, which I think is valid and it's noble and everything. But you're making videos on a regular basis and putting videos up there, right? Absolutely, yeah. You know, and it costs you money for ammo, for... Uh, for the guns that you have, it take it's your time and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think there's anything wrong with people who are looking at you because people are looking at your videos. You getting some revenue to help you keep that, you know, keep everything going forward. You should be rewarded for that. You know, you're doing something. Um, you should be rewarded for it. If you don't want the money, you could take it and give it to charity or do whatever you want. I'm sure if you got a couple of bucks out of it, you would put it back into what you're doing, and. There, there sh it shouldn't be anything wrong with that. Anyone else doing anything else out there, if someone's doing makeup or anything else, like, you know, I'm doing cars on the other channel, that person is putting up videos. Everyone's putting up stuff that they love, that they're into, that they're interested in, and they're, they're making a couple of bucks out of it. Why not? Right. Oh, I totally agree with you. It, it would be great. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. but you know, like I say, my main purpose isn't for the money, but yeah, you're absolutely right. It costs time and it's money, but mm -hmm. I would do it anyway, but mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't go this far with it. That's what I was telling you. The views, like I, if, if nobody watched it now, that'd be a different story. I'd quit recording because mm -hmm. man, when I go out to the range, I want to have fun and shoot and it takes so much time. I don't think people realize just how much time it takes to move these cameras and get these angles. It's just mm -hmm. out of sight. But I have now I have signed. I have started the whole Amazon affiliate thing. So I've been putting links and mm -hmm. and what I would do just just like exactly what you said. Uh, it would be for me. I would put it into better audio visual equipment to make the stuff better. Maybe little giveaways here and there. It would be great to do that. But I just I would really want it to come from these YouTube suckers, man, just because they are <laughs> they are profiting off of us, you know? Yeah. Um, that drives me nuts. Yeah, instead of them giving them the money to um, to people who say that they're charitable organizations, and then they go out there and buy a bunch of mansions in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Uh, BLM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, twenty six thousand dollars at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, in one sitting, that kind of craziness. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. There's a, there's a couple of things I want to get into here. Um, Jen Champ Jr. says Alphabet just reported earnings. CEO said that uh, 1 billion hours a day being watched worldwide. 1 billion. That's insane, right? Especially with this whole lockdown. I mean, it's shot in their value through the roof, man. Mm -hmm. I was why I don't remember them off my head, but I was listening to some statistics the other day about how many more creators have started on YouTube since this whole thing. It was mm -hmm. it was mind blowing the number. Yeah. I don't think we should feel guilty about it. This is really the thing I'm saying. We shouldn't No. You know, we shouldn't feel guilty. It's not it's not cool. They're basically discriminating discriminating against uh, gun people. Um, you know, two A people, and this is something that's protected in the Constitution. They feel fine discriminating against us, and then there's all kinds of other. You know, everyone else is welcome. You're right. You're exactly right. Go ahead, Dylan. And you know, the people that run YouTube, they want to claim that they're a private company, so they can make these policies to discriminate against our kind. But then they want to say. 
that they're a public utility so they don't get taxed like a corporation. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's talking about YouTube uh, earnings right now. They're definitely making money. By the way, smash the thumbs ups out there, guys. I appreciate it. You know, for everyone that's joining us here, smash the thumbs ups, um, you know, especially if you're enjoying the conversation. If we're horrible and you and you don't like us, smash the thumbs down. It's all good. It's all interaction on the uh, good old YouTubes there. So, um, uh, let's see what we've got going on here. Okay, so listen, let's switch it a little bit. I, I hope you get the whole YouTube situation worked out. I'm sure people have advice. Are you having some problems with your audio, Dylan? Um, I think I got it straightened out. I'm just kind of getting used to this new little platform. Oh, <laughs> someone was at, speaking of platform, I think, who was it? Let me see. I'm going to go back here. Um... Uh, I think it was Armament and Axis was asking me what software. Let me see if I could find his exact question. Um, I think he was asking me what software I'm using here. I'm using Ecamm. It's the same software I've been using all the while. The difference here with this is that, um, you know, this is kind of like, uh, this is a built-in thing for Ecamm where we can do this kind of thing. And as I'm looking at it, I just noticed I have 59 minutes of inter interview time remaining. Huh. That's interesting. I hope that when we hit that hour, <laughs> they don't kick us out. Because <laughs> basically, wait, that's interesting. I need to look into that here while we're talking. What is <laughs> it like an upgrade you can do and get more time or something like that? Yeah, every month they give you like uh, 20 hours, which I've already uh. gone through. <laughs> I've already gone through here, so I'm gonna work on it. Okay, so tell us about um, some gun stuff. Who's got some gun stuff that they want to talk about? Dylan, we should make you tell us about what what guns, what's going on in the store. Give us an update with that. Well, um, AR pistols are selling quite well because um, you know they're about to vote on the new guy to hit for the head of the AFT. Um, we are selling a lot of handguns still. I mean, it's it's still very busy. I mean, it's it died down a bit from when all the uh, the Biden checks came in mm -hmm. because a lot of people used all their stimulus money. Um, okay. But you know, we're still we're still selling a fair amount of stuff. It's just spread out a little more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I we've just been get we've been we mm -hmm. we've been getting in a lot more inventory, so that. That's been a pleasant surprise. Okay, what stuff is coming in? What do you see most coming in? Handguns, ARs? A little bit of everything. It's just okay. on different days. It seems we got the new Shield Plus. We've got mm -hmm. some of the Ruger Max 9s. Okay. Um, are, people, AR are people liking those? The the uh, the new Shield Plus? Lots of uh, interest in that? A lot of people uh, that have bought them seem to really like them. Mm -hmm. And I think I think they made some good improvements on it because it still takes most um, shield holsters. Mm -hmm. um, they made the magazine release reversible, whereas on the normal shields they're not, which mm -hmm. is kind of nice. And um, mm -hmm. it holds thirteen rounds instead of eight, so and it's pretty much the same size. Okay, all right. And it also uh, has a flat face trigger. Okay, cool. Um, and then what else is coming in? You guys are getting ammo coming in? To be honest with you, the ammo situation is getting worse. Okay. Um, we get we get about a case of ammo from our distributors per month, mm. 
which we probably sell about 20 cases per month, you know, and that's just of nine millimeter, one case of nine millimeter per month. Mm -hmm. Um, we are seeing ammo get worse. A lot of the ammo we're able to get is imported because my boss, he works really hard and he just buys it online wherever he can find it, mm. which is one reason why, you know, our ammo is expensive just because he has to pay a lot for it. He's paying he, whatever retail is right now for right. it. Right. Yeah. And, you know, uh, he, he would just rather have it because we got a lot of new people buying guns that have to have ammo. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if they bought a gun from us and we had no ammo, they'd be going around town all week looking for it. Yeah. Because yeah, the big box crazy. stores have nothing. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we're getting in some ARs. Like, we got in some Wyndham weaponry rifles. Um, we got a Wilson Combat AR pistol, Battle mm-hmm. Arms Development AR pistol. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. I like we got Battle, a Arms, Battle Arms. Arms Developments make some cool stuff. They do. I think they're a cool company in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a Christensen Arms um, AR-9, which is a cool gun. Takes the Glock mags. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Christensen Arms rifle, and then we we also right now we got a B and T APC nine K in stock. That, that's a really good one. Okay, how much is that thing? <laughs> Dare um, I ask? If you have to 20, ask, you can't afford 23. it. Twenty three ninety nine. Oh, okay. It's the one that takes it takes the Glock mags, and it it wasn't marked up much over cost. We had four of we had four B and Ts and sold three in two days. Um. Okay, that's not the special one that has the um. That has the what you call it? Um, oh man, what's the the? It does. That's not the one that has a microtech knife, right? No. No, no. Okay. But this one, it's it's um, it's the real short one. It takes Glock mags. It has like the non-reciprocating folding mm-hmm. charging handle, full mm-hmm. MB. I I think it's a really awesome gun. Yeah. Okay. And we go ahead. We had some of the other ones that take the proprietary B and T mags, but this one takes the Glock mags. The Glock mags, yeah, that would probably be. Uh, I love my AR nine with the Glock yeah. mags. So That'd nice. Be much yeah. sought after. Okay, Scorched Earth Firearms gave us some money here, so shout out to him. Hold on. Money, 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 money. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's uh, Gorillas and Guns, by the way. Um, he gave us some some cash here. Thank you. I just I just had to reload our um our hours so we're up we've got 20 hours which that's kind of weird i had i had 59 minutes and then i i reloaded and it gave me i should have 21 hours Hmm. i don't know i don't know that's something something weird there anyway but we appreciate it he says are you guys going to nra meeting in september so that's the question from scorched earth firearms um, thanks for that. We appreciate it. Uh, I will go to Tools and Targets. You go into that meeting, AR? I've never been to an NRA meeting or, or any kind of large gun show like SHOT Show or anything. I may, I'm, you know, it's, it's so far across the country for me, so mm-hmm. I don't know. It depends on what this whole COVID mess is doing because I'm not, uh, I, I don't want to get too deep into that, but there's yeah, just where certain, is it? Things, certain things I'm not going to do to go somewhere. You know? Yeah, where is it supposed to be? Is it? In Texas, where is it? Does anyone know? I uh, think it's Houston. Texas or Nevada. Something. Houston, oh, Houston is it? Okay. okay. Yeah, uh, Gen Champ. That's Jr. like a fourteen-hour deal for me. Yeah, Gen Champ Junior wants to know if it was free. No, it wasn't free. It literally it cost fifteen bucks for twenty hours, which is not, I guess, not bad. Fifteen bucks extra on top of what we always. I think we pay like fifty bucks a month to use this software, and then with that we get twenty hours, which I burn through in a week. Right. So, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, StreamYard's yeah. similar. You get they've got the free plan, and then they've got upgrades to have yeah. different features yeah. added on and all. Yeah, you know? actually, I think I'm no, I, I shouldn't say that a week. I think I go through twenty hours every two because we do like two hours a day, right? So, you know, there you go on that one. Oh, check it out! Smash Time gave us twenty bucks. Money, 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 money. <laughs> smash, smash time says uh nra is in my backyard houston um so does that mean that we can all can we all crash in his backyard if we go up there oh, exactly time. we'll sleep in the gtr man <laughs> what <laughs> i call dibs <laughs> oh man uh, he, he might be rethinking telling us that now yeah yeah i don't know i don't know if i'm um I don't know if I'm going to that. Dylan, did you, I don't know if you, I don't think you answered that question. You know, I won't be going to that one, one, just because it's so far away mm -hmm. from where I live. And then number two, I'm not even a member of the uh, negotiating rights away association at mm -hmm. the moment. Um, I'll let it lapse just because, you know, um, mm -hmm. I'm supporting other groups right now. Um, I used to always just stay a member, but they've made me so mad recently that I just decided to let it lapse. If I ever want to rejoin, I can, but I'm, I don't think they're doing anything to deserve my money right now. It's just my personal opinion. I don't, you know, have anything against anyone that does support them. Yeah. Um, I think I'm in that position too. I never did a lifetime membership with NRA. Um, I do have one with GOA. Lola and I both have lifetime memberships. I need to do that. Yeah. I mean, you could put it like, I, I, I basically put it on a layaway plan. Oh, they yeah, do that? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You could how, do much, that. how much, How uh, much? like a monthly thing? Yes. Uh, man. Okay. I don't, I don't remember exactly. If Lola's listening, Lola could probably tell us, or if someone else out there has done it. Um, but that's basically what we did, and then, you know, we got, got the lifetime. Let me see. Mm -hmm. I don't think their lifetime is even really that expensive in the first place. So, um, yeah, I'm not a member. If I, if I went there, I would probably go as media. So I don't think I necessarily have to be a member. I, I don't really know, man. I don't, ah, NRA is just, ah, man, I don't know. From what I, I was, somebody was yeah. telling me that they have the actual NRA meeting and then they have the show is kind of almost separate from that in a way, you know? Um, so I don't know. The, well, if you go, so if you're an NRA member, when you don't have to be a member to go, to go there, because I think that you can sign up, obviously there, so you can do a membership there, and then you just gotta stand in a long line. I don't know about yeah. right now because nobody wants to be a member. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to give them my money, but if you can go there and sign up, if you're if you're already a member, you can go. And then there's a bunch of different meetings and voting and stuff that goes on, but they change the rules of who could vote. Um, and I think you've got to be like a paying member for five years or something in order to vote. So, um, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's it's just, a it's just so far away from what it was meant to be. It's like, that's right. what I see of it, man. It's just so yeah. far. And, and it's not, you know, I don't want to talk bad about all of them, but there's so many like that that'll negotiate your rights away little bits at a time. And, mm -hmm. and they'll call those little compromises wins when they're not wins, man. It's, it's no, no compromise. That's just me. Yeah. I'm, it's no compromise period because all these little, little, 
the places where they give in. I mean, that's just showing the, the people who want to take our rights that, well, we'll throw some more at the wall and they'll give this one away this time. We'll get this one next time. And it's, mm-hmm. it's never ending. It's never ending. Yeah, it's it sucks that um, NRA is like this. I mean, I agree with what Smash Time just said. He says the show is great. NRA sucks, though. So the show yeah. is great. It is cool to see all kinds of different people from all over the country coming to the NRA, people who believe in the Second Amendment, guns, and all that. I don't go to too many of the different meetings. A lot of, a lot of what they have going on there is trash. Outside of, you, you know, the folks can come in and actually talk to the companies, and you can see people. It's always reinvigorating for us to see the folks out there who support us. But it's just kind of tough with all the crap going on with... Um, with NRA, um, there was this. This was in the news, and you guys probably haven't seen this. Let me see if I could pull it up here on my phone. This is from NPR. Let's see if I can get this up on the screen here. Okay, video leaks of NRA's Wayne Lapierre missing his mark on elephant hunt. So basically, there was a TV show that they did a while back, and this all came up in uh, the hearings that are going on right now and the lawsuits and stuff like that. It says, National Rifle Association CEO Wayne LaPierre carefully cultivated image as a hunter and outdoorsman has taken a hit this week as a newly leaked video shows the longtime NRA leader repeatedly missing his mark during an elephant hunt. So it goes, I don't know if I care about that, right? I don't, um, but the video has leaked out. I guess his wife um, hit the mark and this was all legal, what they were doing and in in where they were doing it. Um, My only thing is, where is he getting money to go on elephant hunts? You know, where do you think? <laughs> well, I, I know where it's coming from, but yeah, like yeah. why? Yeah, while he while he goes that, to that the Bahamas on a boat. Yeah, yeah, this was in Botswana, and yes, the people paid paid for it. I'm sure. And so it says here in the video. Let's see if I can get this to zoom in. Uh, in the video, Susan Lapierre, the NRA leader's wife, also kills an elephant. The footage shows that her marksmanship was more successful, with her guide saying the animal was killed with one shot. Okay, that's good. It's legal, so I have no issues with that. And also, you know, people need to call the herd, even of the elephants. So I don't have any problem with them hunting. I don't even have problems with him missing. Um, Wayne LaPierre's portion of the footage shows him waiting for an elephant to walk past him as he stands alongside uh, Marcris, a guide. Wait, 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 the guide says just before LaPierre fires at the elephant, the NRA chief is wearing his airplugs as he takes one of the plugs out. He asks, uh, we get him. Of course, he's wearing his Air Pro. He's down. The guide replies, but the elephant was still alive, lying wounded in the brush. As the as they approach the animal to kill it, the guide forces Lapierre's rifle up into the air, saying there are other guides moving out from behind the elephant. So this just, you know, I mean, obviously this is a hit piece from NPR. Yeah. Um, just to make like, him look incompetent as a firearms handler, I guess. Right, yeah. right, yeah. So obviously that's going on there. Um, and uh, I think to me that's a whole separate subject, you know. Yeah, um, that's like, to me, the the real relevancy there is how much did he spend to go hunt elephants, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. that's my thing, you know. Yeah, I don't have any problem with them hunting elephants. Elephants make uh, good holsters. And leather belt, and he and, and, and he's Look a more at all the successful unsubscribes uh, that just happened. Yeah, <laughs> he's a more successful big game hunter than the, being a leader of the NRA, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's where it's a problem. Now, obviously, his safety or whatever, I get it. Yeah, you need to be safe when you're out there. 
and maybe you should be better and take the elephant down, but, you know, ultimately they put that elephant out of its misery as they should do, and you do want to get it, you probably want to make one shot, one kill on that. Uh, Michael Avon says, was he wearing a $10,000 suit? <laughs> we paid Looking for like that. Panama Jack out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's pictures, there's pictures of him, um, there's pictures of them there. I guess I could show, can I show the pictures? Here, let's see, I'll go back to it. You guys want to see? There's the picture of them. Um, so they, yeah, they're all Jeez. safaried out. Unreal. Elmer Fudd. Yeah. yeah, you know, if that was Marge, Marge would be out there hunting with a with his hoodie on. I was about to say, <laughs> if he'd have had an AR-10, he could have kept shooting. He wouldn't have had to <laughs> slow down. Amen. Um, yeah, you know, I. Yeah. I think that the NRA opened themselves to a lot of this kind of stuff. And I listened in. There was a couple of weeks ago, someone sent me a number to call in and listen to some of the testimony and stuff like that going on. You couldn't record it. You can share it or anything. But just listening to what these guys did, the amount of corruption, the amount of money wasted, their travel agent would put like 10 to 20% tag on uh, for, you know, like, whatever the travel expenses were, they would tag on. It's just a lot of craziness going on. Lots of people making tons of money over there. And the shameful part of it is that for the last couple of years that all of this has been going on, we have been suffering because these guys have not been doing what they're supposed to do. All so, we've been doing is losing rights. You're exactly right. We haven't. Yeah. When, when's the last time that we passed a pro-gun law in this country? Can you even remember? Can anybody even remember? Yeah. As far as uh, federal? Yeah. We need we need the NRA, and and I don't think we need the NRA anymore, but the NRA was getting a lot of money, and they were supposed to be shoring up the spine of Republicans and other politicians out there who say they're pro-gun. But uh, apparently that's not happening. Obviously didn't happen, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to John Crump out there. Can't, listen, smash the thumbs ups, guys. I see we've got a lot of people in here. We've got like 37 thumbs ups. Help us out here. Smash the thumbs ups. Um, we appreciate it. You know, if there's any cougars or what's what's it? Uh, saber tooths <laughs> or whatever out there. Smash the thumbs ups just for young Dylan. Just for young Dylan. Uh, Maybe we'll auction him off or something like that. I love it. <laughs> At the end of the show. That's uh, too funny. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Brick says, I wish elephants would stampede them. Oh. <laughs> Bricks went on a whole nother yeah. level there. <laughs> That's so wrong. Uh, so naughty. It's so wrong, but it's shame. so right. <laughs> shame on, shame uh. on you. Little, little, little spank on the, on the, uh, on the wrist there. Uh, oh, Jen Champ says, NRA is compromised. No doubt about it. Uh, we need to figure out. We need to figure out a um, something to do with the NRA. You know, Wayne Lapierre was supposed to step down um, uh, more than a month ago, I think, but he's not doing it. He won't do it. Yeah. Why would he? I mean, that's he's on the gravy train, man. Yeah. You know. Um, Why would he? Yeah. We need to. We need to see. I wonder what kind of. Someone's talking about ammo. I wonder what kind of ammo the NRA has stashed away in their uh, stores, you know. 
Um, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you. I mean, around here, like it's not flying, it's not flowing like rivers, but there's ammo everywhere around here. But the price you got to pay for it is out of this world, man. Yeah, it's, it's out expensive. of this world. Yeah. But there's it's it's all over the shelves, honestly. Well, because the companies are, they did ramp up production, but they also r ramped up uh, the prices, which I kind of understand. I mean, in order for them to put in, to ramp up that production, they had to get new machines or new facilities and or new facilities and hire people and all that kind of stuff. And they have shipping costs, etc. So, but you know what kills me about that, though? I know there's some extra added cost, but what mm -hmm. they're jacking up right now is way above and beyond what it's costing them extra so mm -hmm. far. Because you, I can go to, to one store in right where I live at, get ammo for a, a, a decent price, almost pre pre scamdemic prices. Mm -hmm. Then I can go a mile down the road and that same ammo is four times the cost, man. Yeah. That's what kills me. That that just really burns me up, man. Yeah, there's probably there's definitely gouging going on and the only thing that's gonna stop that is when people stop buying the ammo at inflated prices. Go ahead, Dylan. I know you want to jump in here. Well, um, what I was told about the ammo situation is really the only um, way you can get ammo cheap is, you know, we get like a case a month of ammo from our distributor at normal normal price. And, you know, your big box stores are under about a five-year contract with a lot of the manufacturers. And whenever that contract ends, we've been told that their price, they're going to raise it 30 to 40 percent, the manufacturers. Hmm. So, you know, okay. <laughs> so when you more, have when you have price, there's more price increases on the way you're saying. I yes, believe that like 100%. If, if you, I 100% believe that. Wow. And and you know, in a way, I'll say this like I I just wish ammo was the way it used to be. Um I really do, but um one thing I will say just from like a capitalist perspective if I owned an ammo company and I had three years worth of back orders, I would be sweating bullets. So I, I kind of understand in some respect on raising some prices. I'm not saying raise it a ton, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, when you're that far behind on production, that's really the only way to make your back orders go down. Yeah. We're, and we're, we're in a transitionary period. So when there's still, when there's a, when there's no ammo or perceived uh, notion that there's not enough ammo, which is probably the case, like you guys are saying, then you can still jack up the prices. Once a lot, once the ammo starts sitting there and people stop buying it as um, as much, we probably will see those prices um, come down. Um, I got I, I got one for stand. armament and axes. I got mm -hmm. some for armament and axes. I don't know if you can see the. Uh, you might not be able to see that. Can you? Oh, where WSR. am I? At? Here we go. Can you see the price on that armament and axes? A dollar eighty. Eighty nine, a dollar eighty nine, right? Wow! Ask him when the last time he's seen that. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> like a long time. Flexing, buddy. it's flexing going on. <laughs> hey, I gotta get the the primer <laughs> flex in there, man. Yeah. All right, let's see. Um, let's see what's going on here. Okay, I don't know why my like my, my camera here is not focusing once again. Okay, so let's see. Uh, we got it. We have a um, we have a super chat from John Crump. Money, 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 money. <laughs> Money. He says, um, <laughs> sitting on an internet breaking story. I can call you tomorrow about it. Okay, so uh, John Crump has something's going to be breaking. Oh. He's the man. Yeah, he's going to be breaking something tomorrow. So, 
Well, we'll have to see what that is. Flying Rich says, Dylan, are you going to IV 88? 88, and then I think Tools and Targets, you can answer that too. Go ahead, Dylan. Well, I'll be honest with you, just something about me. You know, um, I'm I'm in a, you know, I've been doing school year round. Um, hopefully I'll be done in September. Um, I haven't taken a trip or anything since SHOT Show of, mm-hmm. you know, 2020. Um, I don't believe I'll be going to that just because I still have school and stuff. But whenever I get done with everything, like I'm going to take a, like a relaxed vacation just because I've been, you know, working six days a week and doing school at once and just trying to, you know, help, help out when I can at home. So I, I've just kind of had my hands tied, um, but I would certainly like to in the future. Okay. Yeah. One of these days, if you want to go, if you have the time, let me know, and we'll see if we can get you in there. What do you say to that, uh, Tools and Target? You, I would absolutely love to go to that, but I just assume that was kind of a friends, tight-knit, kind of invite-only right. kind of thing for Iraq Veterans deal. I, um, I mean, I would absolutely love to go to something like that. It's, um, it's open to YouTubers, so you, uh, you just have to probably reach out to them as a YouTuber and um, you can get in there. There's lots of different YouTubers that go there as long as you can make your way out there. So, so when is it? Um, I'm not sure of the exact date. I would also have to look that up along with other things. See, that's not far for me there, Georgia, you know, from Virginia yeah. to Georgia. You're not talking about a yeah. big hike there. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, we can get If we can get maybe Flying Rich to tell us, I'll put it up on the screen. I actually um, was born and raised down in Savannah, Georgia, so. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. could, I could use that for an excuse to go visit somebody down there, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be okay. awesome. That's funny, though. I, I will say one thing about Iraq Veteran 88. You know it's ammo's getting bad when that man's baking bread on the video. <laughs> <laughs> he legit made a video baking bread the other day. I don't blame him. I do not. Um, well, like those meltdown <laughs> videos, they do think about all the ammo in those. Oh, my right. goodness, man. Yeah. 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 Unreal. Yeah. Um, looks like John Crump wants to know where in VA. You said in southern... Uh, I'm uh, Henry County, Virginia. Southwest yeah. Henry yeah. County. Southern Virginia. Southern Virginia. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's how you do it. Um, I don't I don't know when the IV thing is. So someone else needs to put it up there. I don't keep track of this stuff. Lola does. So I have no clue. Lola tells me... Oh, here he goes. He put it up there uh, May 20th. Uh, Lola tells me, not. like, right before that, hey, you know we're supposed to do this thing, right? Oh, and then I go, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I and love then, it. And then I, then I show up there. So that's how that goes. It's just like when people want to get me on their shows, I'm always saying, you better talk to Lola because I don't remember anything from day to day. I don't, I am not capable. I'm burnt. I'm killing more brain cells every day just editing and doing all this, this craziness that it takes to do YouTube and all this stuff to even uh, to keep track of anything. I can imagine, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, John Crump says he's in Ashburn in Loudoun. 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 Yeah. Loudoun. Loudoun. You, if you're from genius, Loudoun. Loudoun. Yeah. <laughs> County. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, so. I actually live my full time here in Henry County and then the next county over in Patrick, I've got land with my little range on it. Okay. All right. Very nice. There you go. Um, so let's see what other what other gun stuff. What's uh, what's some cool guns out there that you would like to get your hands on? Tools. Tell us. 
Uh, that I would like to get. Oh man, there's yeah. plenty I would like to get my hands on. Gosh, uh, I see you have a bullpup. Are you a big bullpup fan, or is that just a one bullpup? That's the only one I've got as far as bullpup. To be honest with you, I like I, said, I just really wanted that thing forever, and, I, and I'm it's, I'm so amazed that that little gun's a 20 inch barrel. That's a 20 inch barrel in that shotgun, and it's mm-hmm. I mean you know the package on a bullpup is so small. I, I love that shotgun. I'm sold on. The only thing it's a little awkward with the magazine, the mag release, because you got to do kind of a a weird reach to, to eject it and all mm-hmm. uh but I, i've been i've really gotten on a big shotgun kick lately i bought that mm-hmm. one i bought a ar-12 jts and od green just because i fell in love with the od green you know uh i bought another pump shotgun that i hadn't shown on the channel yet so i got to keep that a little bit hush hush oh uh, the where, thing about shotguns where's it from where's it from you can't, you can't keep uh, it hush, the u.s oh. it's from the u.s okay it's from the u.s is it okay Moscow. Uh, I can't. I, here, I'll. I'll <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> I tell you why I'm on such a shotgun kick though is that's one of the things you can still shoot without breaking the bank. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's Very renewed. True. This whole ammo thing has renewed my love for shotguns because now when I like if if I go and I want to have a range day. Almost my first choice is going to be a shotgun right now, just mm-hmm. because, man, it, I almost forgot how powerful those things are. Just almost forgot, you know. Mm-hmm. So that how's, was definitely one plus of this. How's everyone's um, 22 supplies? Is, is it are people I running low on 22? Boat loads. I can fill yeah. up my bathtub with 22 because <laughs> it's still another one that's fairly cheap, you know. Yeah, 20, is we 22 can think, available out there on a regular basis? I'll be honest with you. I can go right now and get any caliber I want, mm-hmm. like right down the road here. But it's mm-hmm. just how much do I want to pay for it? You know? Yeah. That's what really gets you. Yeah. Because right well, now my local gun shop's selling a box of fifty FMJ nine millimeter for twenty six dollars. Mm-hmm. That's that's not horrible compared to some places, but that's more than I need to pay right that's now. That's twenty. That's <laughs> twenty rounds, right? Uh, 50 rounds for 20 that seems like a good deal to me based on what i've seen just see that's horrible for me that's what i'm saying because i can go to rural king and get it for 14.99 when they've got it but Mm -hmm. will they only let you get two boxes though two box limit yeah two box limit Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i just really think that's going to come down people have to stop uh you know, people have to stop overpaying for it, and then it'll come down. Smash Times says eight hundred. What is this? Eight hundred rounds of twenty two is fifty seven dollars. Yeah, see, that's still good deals. I can still get twenty two mm-hmm. for four to six in a round. I mean, I can okay. still get it for that. So that's not terrible at all. Yeah, I remember when I'm trying to remember the price I paid for the bucket of bullets, which is like twenty two hundred rounds. Oh, like a two cent a round, maybe <laughs> probably. No, um, well, I think that bucket of bullets was like sixty bucks or something like that. Yeah, if I remember correctly, yeah, for twenty two hundred rounds. Back yeah, in I the remember days. buying Remington Thunderbolt for literally two to three cent a round, man. You know, yeah. it's like whew, yeah. wow. Yeah. So 22, 22 is well everything you're, you guys are saying all ammos are available, but um, through the roof the on pr- some the of the places. Just through the roof, yeah. If it's not through the roof, it's like if you're not standing there when that pallet rolls in the door, you can forget it because thirty minutes is gone completely. Mm-hmm. Gone. Right. Yeah. So. Have we seen an uptick in people buying alternatives to um, to sh- actually shooting live ammo? I've seen people advertising all kinds of different devices that you can use instead of shooting live ammo. And I know there are other devices out there. We've had some people on the show 
Dylan, are you seeing any of that? We have a lot of customers ask for that stuff. To be honest with you, we, we carry like snap caps, but we don't carry like okay. any of the newer stuff. But we're looking at that. And I will tell you this, Hank, we've sold a boatload of 22 guns like the uh, the M&P 1522s, mm-hmm. the POF Rebel 22. Mm-hmm. It takes the Ruger 1022 magazines, um, you know, the Ruger uh, 22 chargers, 1022s. Um, We've been selling a lot of 22 guns just because people, so they can teach, train people how to shoot and mm-hmm. do that without burning through their main ammo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, go, go ahead, Tools. I think you... you. Uh... No, I was just... He's, yeah, he's definitely right. I can see that on the 20, because I've got several of my 22s. I still... I picked up a little Winchester Wildcat the other day just to have something new as far as 22. Mm-hmm. I've got the Ruger Charger and the, the Taurus TX-22. Those are all good guns. That's a really right good now. one. Yeah, how do you Heck like yeah. that? How do you like that TX22? That gun is amazing, man. That gun is really 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 nice. They and you know, they come out with that competition now. It's a super hot yeah. little item. Yeah, and, uh, we, my, actually my Rural King has that in stock down there. Yeah, I recently just got a competition in I'm searching for the picture right now to see if I can find it. I recently got a competition in from um from from those guys from Taurus. Um, You'll love that gun. You'll love uh, that little gun. Yeah. Um, did you ever shoot the regular version? Have you shot it yes. at all? Yeah, we well, did. A, you know, yeah. Yeah, we did a video where we just had everyone bring out the twenty twos that they had, and that actually was better than everything, including the Glock twenty two. hundred. I believe yeah. it a hundred percent. I love that little gun. The only thing and now, I did have. I bought mine super early on, so mm-hmm. I had that barrel issue that they had. I don't know how okay. much you heard of that, but no, the lands and grooves in that thing looked like it had gotten chewed up in a in a shredder. Man, they looked uh, that bad. No, I didn't and I had a. Yeah, they was having really bad problems with the lands and grooves. The machining was horrible in some of the first barrels. Absolutely terrible. And, and granted, it didn't, I mean, it didn't affect practical accuracy from what I saw. But I still reached out to them and said, look, my barrel's horrible. And they, and I, I'll be honest, I went through a fiasco with those guys to get really? that barrel replaced. Yes. Oh, yeah? Oh, wow. They made it right in the end, but I ended up, I've got four barrels sitting here for that gun, plus four extra magazines that I didn't even pay for. So so they made it right in the end, but it was just like, what in the world are you guys doing up there, man? <laughs> like, yeah, it was I think, unreal. I think sometimes that happens. Um, I knew that there. I know that there's um, kind of uh, Taurus is under new management, and I yeah. did at the gathering event speak to the the new guy that's running Taurus, and hopefully we'll we'll get him to come on here on the show and we could talk about some of that stuff. I think they're yeah. trying to make all of that better. Um, what did, did you want to say something about the TX-22, Dylan? Oh, I was going to say not only is it more reliable of a gun than the Glock, but it's threaded out of the box. It's a tough gun yeah. to beat. Yes. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. Even after the little fiasco I had as far, like I say, they made it right in the end, and I wouldn't recommend that in a heartbeat to anybody. It's a really nice gun. Yeah, I'm glad they did. I'm glad they did. It's too bad that you, know, that you went through all those issues. Hopefully, I mean, I never, but the good thing is I it never, I hadn't, didn't have any downtime. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. Hopefully they paid attention to why, um, you know, one of the things I would look for is companies that when they have those kind of issues, they try to figure out why so it doesn't happen again in the future. Right. Obviously these are guns, these are mechanical things, we're going to have issues, but there might be some specific reason why you kind of went through that rigmarole. 
Yeah. And and I will uh, to to their credit, it was right at the time that they were moving from Miami to Bainbridge, Georgia. So I'm sure they had who knows what going on, you know. Yeah, could have been a lot so, of things. Uh yeah. and Axis says a bucket of bullets is like fourteen hundred rounds, which I I agree with him uh on that. And then he sent me a picture to prove nice. it. There you go. Fourteen hundred five I hadn't seen that in a long time. Yeah, man. he's flexing. He's flexing. He definitely is. He's I like, still- I'll see your primers and raise you a bucket of bullets. <laughs> yeah. I still have um you know, um I still have bucket of bullets I never opened, so you know. Uh, just as a soft, just as a soft, soft flex there, soft flex. Um, Devil Dog 81 mm says, Dill Spec Store had more guns and ammo than I've seen in a year. So there you go. That's a show. Oh, how's it, how's it going, Devil Dog? Appreciate you coming in. I, I think I, I remember, I remember you. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Um, what's, tell everyone the name of your store and where it's at. Um, it's ECC Guns, Everything Concealed Carry in Louisville, Kentucky. We're ten three zero six Taylorsville Road. Um, and what what he what a Devil Dog was talking about is um, you know we have five distributors. So the good thing about that is we get new shipments every day. Whereas a lot of your big box places and other places they're waiting on their next shipment because they only get have one line of distribution. So sometimes you know you catch them often when they're wiped out. And we've gotten where we're low, but it, at times, but most of the time we get new shipments in every day. And I put everything up on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Um, I see Key Askey is asking me if I've seen the Tara Aerospace. TM9X? No, I haven't. Have you guys seen that? We have one in inventory. Okay, tell us about that. I'm going to try to look it up here. To my knowledge, it's it's made in uh, Montenegro, which is uh, right near Serbia, is mm-hmm. the way that I understand. And um, mm-hmm. the gun seems to be well made from everything I've seen. We've sold a couple of them. I mean, I think the one we have in is the third one we've had. Mm-hmm. comes in a nice little range case. Um, it holds 17 rounds, and Seems to be a pretty decent gun for the money. I think they retail for around three ninety nine or so. Okay, three ninety nine. So, I'm trying to pull it up here. Aerospace. What is it? TM nine. Terra. Yeah. Uh, let's see if we take a look at it. Uh, lots of videos on it. Let's see. Um, trying to see what this. Okay, so it's a nine, just a, a nine millimeter. What's so special about it? Just the price. I'm running in. To be on, to be honest with you, um, that's pretty much all I took from it. Yeah, it looks very Glockish. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. It's got a weird set of back rails, real big, wide, flat back rails, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if I could pull up some images here of it. So it's basically like a Glock competitor, I'm going to say. Oh, well, actually, it doesn't have the safety from what I can see here. and this, It doesn't have the trigger safety, I don't think, on it. From what I'm looking oh, at. Oh, yeah. Does it seem like a good quality gun to you, Dylan, when you've seen it? You know, I'll be honest with you. I mean, it appears to be, but, you know, my thing in that price range, there's so many different mm-hmm. um, options. Like, it wouldn't be my first choice to be, and I definitely wouldn't... Um, 
I don't mean to sound like an elitist or anything, mm-hmm. but like I like I like something with a proven track record before mm-hmm. like I use it for a self defense type gun. I mean if it's a range gun, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter as much. Yeah. Understood. Understood. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Listen, every gun will have its day out there and the people. And uh, who I forgot who that was that was asking us about it, but let us know what you think about it, and we'll put it up here. If you have one, if you shot it, etc., let us know, and I'll read that out. Elfsters Rifles and Reloading says, Am I going crazy, or is the name of the channel different? Who moved my name of the channel? <laughs> I'm glad he asked that, because that's something I was wondering why you changed the channel name. Um, because the name of the podcast has is, is always been the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. And the channel was previously um, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. That's where Lotlow comes from. And we're going to keep that, but I thought it, was, it would just be easier for everyone to find the, ch- the channel when they're looking for it if we just said, just searched for Who Moved My Freedom, because that's the name I got you. of yeah. what the podcast... And basically, that's what this channel has turned into. Um, and then, you know, there were a lot of people using, like, different ver- variations of Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded and stuff like that. So it was getting... You know, I'm not mad at anyone for doing that. There's nothing new under the sun. I think that, you know, it was just getting confusing for people to find it, so... We wanted to make efforts to uh, clean that up. Speaking then, of the whole tried and true thing, what do you everyday carry deal? I'm just curious. Uh, 43X. How I, about you, I know, a lot, I know a lot of people don't like Glocks. but 43X. Um, right now, it's a Glock 43 that I'm carrying. Um, um, I'm actually, I'm working on, um, I'm working on transitioning to a different to a different gun that I've been putting through its paces and all that kind of stuff. I love me some Glocks. You won't hear a yeah. Glock hater right here. I love them, man. i got a Glock 20 sitting right here just in case my door gets a funny creaking noise. <laughs> yeah, I always have that Glock 43 on me in small and light. I'm going to, probably my alternate is going to, or what I'm going to go to is going to be the PPS from Walther. But I put right. everything through its paces before I do it. And like I've said, I said at the beginning of the show, Walther like sponsors us and everything. <clears throat> um, you know, but I, I don't want to just go, oh, these guys are sponsoring me. I'm going to run out there and carry their stuff. So I've been going through like a whole process of testing it, making sure, you know, I've got stuff that's going to run on it and and I've got uh, my holsters and everything sorted out before I fully go over to that. So I'm a P365 guy. I absolutely love it, man. Love it. Um, So do you have big hands or small hands? Very big hands. Very big so hands. what I had to do was put a one of those little hogue rubber over molds mm. over my grip. Change okay. that gun completely, man. Really okay. change that gun. Okay. Up. Okay, that's a good idea. It's good to hear that because we do have one, and that's what Lola uh, runs with when she's carrying. Um, yeah, but for my hands, I had you know I just kept having like slide issues and stuff like that. Same here. I could yeah. never hardly get mine to lock back because I ride the slide so mm-hmm. high and my hands are so big. But that mm-hmm. that whole grip really changed it up for me big and, time. Yeah. And I, I really like the P365. I'm just so accustomed to Glocks just because that's what I started out shooting. That like, you know, with the Glock, I used to have a 43 and the only thing I didn't like about it was how short the grip was. Mm-hmm. And with the 43X, it just fits my hand like a glove. Like I have probably mm-hmm. medium-sized hands, and it just for me, it's just perfect. Yeah, right. I thought about I thought about going over to the 43X. Um, you know, I kind of agree. I see Armament and Axis says don't hate them, but I think they're overrated. 
Um, I think Mac had a good video on this where he was saying that there was a time when Glock was kind of like king of the hill. And that's not exactly what he said. Right. I'm, parap I'm paraphrasing it. Where they were like the best, the latest, like the cutting ed edge technology. But I think these days there's just... There's they flatlined. Really, yeah, they did flatline. And there's a lot of other companies out there that are being really competitive. As we can see with the P365, Shield has uh, stepped up in lots of ways. Ruger's got good stuff. Uh, Walther obviously is uh, improving every day. And Walther's always had, to me, for my friends that uh, have been shooting a lot longer than I have, Walther's always had a pretty good reputation, especially with uh, folks that I know that do competition and stuff like that. So all the different companies out there are stepping up nowadays. And I think that, you know, Glock needs to do a little bit more. Do a little bit more. Maybe I really with, can't believe. Carbine. <laughs> I can't believe they hadn't joined that whole micro high cap market yet. I really can't. I mean, I, it's really surprising to me. Well, I think they tried to do that with the with the 43, right? And But it wasn't enough capacity-wise. And then the 43X kind of was like their, I, I don't know, the 43X is a, is a whole different beast, right, Dylan? From, it, yeah. You mean yeah. from the forty three? Yeah. I mean, um, the way that I understand, it, it has the same slide, um, with the with the exception of it having like the NDLC finish, mm -hmm. the marksman, but you know the Gen five features, but it has just has the longer grip. So the nice mm -hmm. thing is you can still use your forty three holster with it. Mm -hmm. And you someone some was asking, more, you can get some more rounds in there, right? You can get you can get ten plus one. Someone was asking in the comments about the shield arms mags. I you know. I've heard mixed things on those. I know Mac did a, a long-term endurance test. I'm not hating on them. Mm -hmm. um, I got. I know someone that's a police officer that carries the shield arms mags, and they work. He said they work very well for him. But mm -hmm. I just stick to the Glock factory mags just because I'm kind of, uh, you know, a uh, snob. A snob. Superstitious. Yeah, no snob. <laughs> I do the same. I'm right there with you on that. But on you know, those, those shield mag, those shield mags are like sixty bucks though. So. Oh uh, well. Mm, it's not super i mean like really yeah. the glock factory mags normally are cheaper and easier to yeah. find yeah glock glock factory mags are fine and even the clocks you know like the korean version they're, they're yeah, not as, I, I like not the as good as not <laughs> as good as glocks yeah yeah that's what i call them clocks but they're, <laughs> they're not as good as the glocks they're not always drop free and all that kind of stuff or but they run yeah or have last round bolt hold hold open and everything but they're decent they're decent um and and they're obviously um a little bit more affordable than the regular glock magazines but those are so so easy to get your hands on these days right so yeah i'll tell you my favorite nightstand gun period is a polymer 80 those guns are amazing. Those guns are what Glock should be from the factory. The nice trigger undercut, the the grip angle. Those guns are absolutely amazing, man. Really yeah. like those. How many of those? How many of those have you built? Uh, this is one of those I might should plead the fifth, but oh. <laughs> uh, a, a few. Oh, come on now, come on. <laughs> uh, actually, I've probably built. Yeah, give us uh, a roundabout. Round it up. Round, round it up. <laughs> uh, I've got about four of the full size. I've got one of the Glock 19s, and I've got two of the 19 long slides. So, mm -hmm. not quite ten. Oh, okay. So. Not not a whole uh, whole army's worth, but I've got several frames that are unfinished still.
Do you find those super easy to put together? Like, does it all go together and work every time? First incredibly time? easy, incredibly easy. I've never had any problems out of any of them. None okay. of them at all. Okay. And I went, you know, Glock parts for, for a time there, those things were like unicorns, man. Glock parts were almost extinct here about mm -hmm. six, eight months ago. So I stocked up, I mean, bags and bags of Glock parts because mm -hmm. I didn't know when they were coming back or if they were coming back. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I love them. I mean, and it's nothing. I mean, it's like I can hold my Glock 17 and then pick up that polymer 80 and think, man, what was Glock mm -hmm. thinking? Like, why didn't they make this? This is This is what a Glock needs to be, you know. It's just amazing how good those things feel. Um, so you're, the, the thing that you're basing the amazing feel on is the grip angle? The grip or? angle and just the feel of that grip. The feel of that grip is a totally different animal. Totally mm -hmm. different thing, man. It doesn't even feel like a Glock in your hands anymore. Yeah. I think it goes back to, and I know Glock is not, uh, Glock is not German like Porsche, but it's kind of like a, um, a Porsche type of, oh, is Glock, no, Glock's not German, are they? Austrian. Austrian. They were Austrian, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that it's the same kind of thing, that they design Porsches and, and they design Glocks for European um, European folks, right? So, yeah. for me, I'm not used to shooting a bunch of 1911s when I got into this stuff. So, a standard Glock, to me, is totally fine, the grip angle and all that. Me too. But yeah, I think a lot of old school guys, maybe like yourself, like where your dad, your granddad, etc., had guns don't feel as comfortable with those grip angles you know and so that's what created this uh amazing opportunity for polymer 80 and other companies to jump in there and create those improvements you know but it's one of, also one of the reasons that like glock is so blah to everyone i saw someone saying that in the chat that we it's just like so common and i'm not knocking glock at all i'm not i've got i don't know i think i have like at least 10 glocks Wow. <laughs> I've got three factory Glocks myself. I've got yeah. a 17, a 19, and a Glock 20, 10 millimeter. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, I I've have... actually got four. I have that okay. P80, that commemorative thing that they yeah. made not long ago. Yeah. I'm not even counting. I'm not even counting like uh, non factory uh, stuff because I think I have a Glock 26, a Glock 43. I've got about three Glock 19s. <laughs> Maybe another, maybe like three Jeez. Glock 17s, a Glock 34. <laughs> I have a folding Glock, which is like an original Glock, but it's cut. To, I mean, yeah, I got a bunch of, I have a bunch of Glocks. Glock 17s are awesome gun. I love my Glock yeah. 17s. They're yeah. nice, yeah. 34 but it's, it's if you haven't held a Polymer 80, even if you love the, and I love the Glock, the Glock doesn't feel bad to me at all. But mm -hmm. then once you hold that Polymer 80, it's just like, wow, man. I mean, it's, it's. It's so it's hard to describe. It really is mm -hmm. so hard to describe. I think they can be more responsive and obviously come up with a, you know, change the mold and everything where Glock is just not into making big changes. But I think this is kind of like a brand design um, formula that lots of companies are using. And this is how you maintain the value of what you make by not making massive, drastic changes. I agree. And why should they? Yeah. I mean, why yeah. should they? Because yeah, they're, they're going to sell them. guns till the end of time like they're going out of style. Why would they yeah. change? And, and I've been told by uh, our Glock rep that there have been more Glocks manufactured this year than any year in 
history. I absolutely believe. Why it. would yeah. you come out with a new product if you're throwing yeah. product at people? And they've absolutely. all sold. <laughs> they've all <Yep>. sold. <laughs> absolutely. Like I say, yeah, I bought that little that little P80 Glock is the only gun in my entire collection that I've never mm -hmm. fired not one time. And it's yeah. not like it's worth it's not like it's worth a fortune, but uh, it's just like it's in a nice little fancy box, and you know, <laughs> I just put it in the well, safe uh, and let it sit there. An, mm -hmm. Another gun that I'm really impressed with, I don't know if you all have heard of them, is the Shadow System guns. Shadow System. Shadow oh. Systems. They're 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 like they're kind of like the Polymer 80, where they're okay. based on the Gen 3 Glock, but they just did some upgrades to them, and the way they make the gun feel, I'm very fond of it. Um, nice. Shadow I'm a big fan of the Palmer 80s, big time. And I and plus the satisfaction you get knowing you put that gun together is amazing. Right. Man. It's just out of this world. Same uh, thing with the AR lowers. I got into those too, the aluminum yeah. AR lowers, the 80%. Man, that, you're talking mm -hmm. about satisfaction right there, big time. Are you talking about the MR920? Is that does that sound familiar, Dylan? Yeah, yeah. Okay. One of those. Just you know, for uh -huh. me it would be with no optic. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good looking gun, yeah. Yeah. Uh and then what was the one that you were saying just now, Tools? Oh, I was just talking about the eighty percent AR lowers, finishing yeah. those out. Those are amazing, yeah. man. Just like I said, the satisfaction you get from it is crazy good. Yeah, I like the idea of people um getting into the space um and doing this. Uh so one of here's one of the places that I'm really looking forward to stuff. Um the, to stuff happening in terms of, of what's going on here with gun stuff um, you know the 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 uh, sig p320s so now I don't have one yet right but I did have the p250 and um so that's like an early version where you know it was more modular you could take the frame the frame was a serialized part so you could switch it around and when I had that I had all kinds of different setups so, so you could change calibers you know, you can change size, you can go from subcompact to compact, uh, full size and all that kind of stuff. I didn't like the triggers on the P250s. And so that's why I didn't jump right into the SIG with the 320s. And I wound up selling all the, the P250s and got other guns, you know, to build the channel. But I really like that idea because of the, like, I'm waiting for carbines, like, you know, to, to come out with that, where you could just take your... Take that frame out, slap it in a carbine. You yes. Know, good, good to go. Um, and then you can easily have a setup on you where you could go back to subcompact or something like that, and it gives you a little bit more flexibility. Um, so I'm, I'm, tr I'm kind of looking forward to that happening. And I know that there's people who've been working on it. I think there's, I think there's a few that have already come out, but I haven't really gotten my hands on them yet. Those SIGs are, I love that yeah. chassis system myself. I hadn't gotten yeah. into it, but that is really yeah. cool. And I think that's what's in the Flux Raider that I shot with Eric. Uh, was that I saw that video. I love that little setup, man. I love yeah. that little setup. Yeah. So uh, things like that, man, are really going to change the game. And I know that's a little James Bondy and that, you know, the old school guys are like, come on, guys. <laughs> I know? love stuff like that. I love yeah, it, man. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, as those triggers get better, you know, the things that we could do with that, it's going to be pretty cool, I think. So, yeah. um, so that little flux Raider, you know what I love, thought was really cool about that thing mm -hmm. was that whole mag release deal where it mm -hmm. double released the mags and you could swap it. That was yeah. really cool. I thought, yes. Um, which you got to practice for. I saw that. <laughs> which obviously, 
I won't practice for. But I leave my. I guarantee you that happens to everyone who's made videos on that gun. But people don't leave that stuff it. in. Yeah, yeah, I leave that in. I show the reels, man. You know, if you do, you, do you guys think that if you got that gun, even having seen my embarrassing moments, that that's not going to happen to you? Oh, I believe it would because I'm sure there's a fine line between releasing them both and releasing just one. I could tell where that would be tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You definitely want to practice it. And if you get under stress or something like that, you know. And then who was it? Was it Kevin in the video? He was like, no, nah, man, it's just like, he's like, Kevin, showing off, man. <laughs> Kevin did it too. Kevin did it too. Um, we just, either I didn't put that in the video. Did I put that in the video? Either I didn't put it in the video or we didn't shoot it when it happened. So it happened to him. Yeah. He knows that. You know, he, can pretend, he can pretend all he wants to. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's just the reality of how this goes and it's going to be really bad if you're actually um trying to put that thing into action to save your life and your mags laying on the ground yeah Everything. you better have another one if they all drop out <laughs> that's hilarious you know because i don't know that you know that's gonna be yeah not not so hey much. that reminds me of a video i watched earlier i had never seen a lot of people's probably seen it it was this guy at the range shooting a glock 17 converted to full auto and he was holding on to a little vertical foregrip on it the foregrip came off and he shot himself in the hand man oh full shit. auto full auto shot himself in the hand sure did i watched it earlier i'd never seen it before i Who mean put that? a whole right uh it was called the video was called uh some something about shot myself with Glock seventeen eighteen. It was at a firing range. It was unbelievable, man. They had a like I say had a vertical foregrip on the thing, and he was holding it like that, and uh, just it, it popped off, and he just did a sweep down like this and swept his hand, shot himself right in the hand, man. Mm. Unbelievable. Yeah, if you're gonna be shooting a full auto like that, you might want to have both hands <laughs> on the on, grip. On the grip. <laughs> Um, and if you, I don't know, man, I don't, cause yeah, that, those things, I'm going to tell you from shooting, have you guys shot full auto Glock? Not a Glock, no. No? I have not. Yeah. That has as much recoil as an AR-15. I believe it. Yeah. It yeah, moves, I believe it, it too. It moves you back. If you look, um, even I have some video, um, that video is not of a Glock, but there's video of Lola shooting some kind of handgun um that was full auto and it moves her back uh you know until even when she leaned into it those things will move you back even though it's a little handgun there's a lot of recoil uh built into that and i i you're gonna break that thing you can't crank that down hard enough i think i totally believe it yeah. yeah i mean that it was just it was unreal he just totally lost control and that recoil swept his hand just like yeah. that man it yeah, was crazy. Yeah, that's a cautionary tale. If I, if I ever yeah. heard one, yeah. yeah, don't wind up that dude. Uh -uh. You know, but we should all, all of it, like you know, full auto for everybody. Oh, I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent. Take I it say. off the NFA and let's rock and roll, man. Yeah, mega make automatics great again. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's see, what other, any kind of uh, news? go? Oh, actually, you know what? There's an article from John Crump who was on here earlier. Let's go into this article. Let's take a look at that. Um, DefCAD makes 3D gun files public as Ninth Circuit kills injunction. So um, let's read into this since we're talking about like making your own guns and 
3D stuff and all that. Last week we had on Control Pew, and he actually had a bullpup. Let me before I even get into this, Control Pew actually had a bullpup Glock that he's working on. Wow, it's yeah. amazing what people are doing with those 3D printers now. Yeah, crazy good. Yeah, I want to get my hands on that. But I mean um, suppressors, polymer suppressors, and the whole nine yards now. Yeah, he's working on suppressors. He's got some other things. Um, in the works there so yeah it's really cool man uh everyone i still need to get myself a, a 3d printer here along with everything else yeah that's one thing i hadn't gotten into i'm, I'm into so much right now i can't even, i don't even have time to get into nothing else gun related yeah me neither but i want a 3d printer just for all the i think a 3d printer can help in so many ways like even outside of gun stuff I agree. Even little parts where you need a, you know, you need a spacer for this, you need a mount for this. And like you say, even besides gun stuff, mm -hmm. definitely. They're yeah. awesome, yeah. Yeah. So let's uh, go back to this article here. Um, so San Francisco, a panel of three judges out of the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals vacated a district court's order that granted an, uh, a motion from 22 states plus the District of Columbia that prevented the Department of State from removing 3D printed firearms associated with 3d printing files from the u.s munitions list much to devcad's relief under the obama administration the department of state designated common 3d printing files as a defense article quote unquote all defense articles are regulated for import and export once something is designated a defense article is also placed on the u.s munitions list international traffic and arms regulation itar then regulates the item the Department of Commerce is the government organization that regulates non-munitions list items under the Export Control Reform Act by placing them on the Commerce Control List. Um, in May of 2018, the Department of State proposed a rule that would remove 3D printed firearms files from the munitions list, uh, which would remove ITAR rules. The 3D printed gun file instructions would then be placed on the CCL. During the same period, the Department of Commerce proposed its own rules when dealing with 3D printed gun files, although the CCL designation is still strict, it's not as heavily regulated as the munitions. So all of that is a little confusing. Um, do you guys, is it just me that has like a, like, okay, what does this mean? <laughs> I'm like, are they regular? Are they trying to regulate files? Are they deregulating files? Like, I, yeah, I'm the same way. Like, yeah. what are they so, doing with the files? I think we kind of roughly understand ITAR and someone, I don't know if John Crump is still out there. Um, and so someone correct me if my interpretation of this is wrong. But being on this list makes it more difficult for people to, to do this stuff, right? To be involved in it when it's on the list. So I'm assuming that it coming off the list is a good thing. That's how right. That's what it sounded like on the yeah. article. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, how I'm looking at it. I mean, so, what a ridiculous overreach to try to regulate files anyway. You know? Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. They so, want to ban knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. So fast forward to 2021 and the panel ruled that the gun control act could only be read one way. Congress precluded judicial review both of the designation and undesignation of items as defensive articles. The court majority is now ruling that the states did not show that they would likely succeed on the case merits. Primarily, injunctions are issued uh, bias on the likelihood a lawsuit would succeed on the merits. Uh, so it goes on to say the decision stated the reviewability of the commerce final rule the panel held 
that Congress not only barred APA challenges to Commerce Reform Act functions, it rendered them, in effect, judicially unrevealable. So that whole thing. So anyway, so so they're trying to figure this out and, and, and uh, stop these things. So here's really the crux of this, if we want to like just get through all of that. Now it's too late. The files have already been set free. As the time of this post, all the 3D gun files subject to the original injunction have now been released onto the World Wide Web and can no longer be regulated, restricted, or banned by court, states, or governments. <laughs> you can't stop, stop the signal, Mal. So uh, Cody Wilson and Defense Distributive have uh, uh, stifled for the last three years because of the previous injunction. Since the court has now vacated the original injunction, they have now released all their files and transferred them to public. Since ITAR can't regulate files in the public domain, the move prevents the Biden administration from once again using ITAR to restrict access to all the files, Amoland News encourages all readers to log in at the link above and download the files for further distribution. Even if you are not yet ready to print, please feel free to share the data and push and expand free speech across the web. Um, so what do you guys think about that? It's kind of a good thing. I know it's it's a minutiae to swim through there. <laughs> I think that's awesome, man. I can tell you where I'm going to be going as soon as this stream's over is go download me some files. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Get up on those files and get them out there and make it impossible for them to go back after um, these particular files with their craziness. Is the sh I think that's yeah, exactly. shorthand for that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think not just files like that, but everything. I feel the same thing about the pistol braces, the polymer 80s. I mean, make it the norm. Get them out there. Get so many of them out there that it's virtually impossible to, to the cat's so far out of the bag, you'll never get it back in again. I mean, that's mm -hmm. almost, let's be real, that's where we're at now with AR-15s and lowers and 80 percenters. We're almost there now. There, that stuff is impossible. He can get up there and spew all the garbage he wants, but that stuff is, there's no way, there's no way to enforce what he's wanting. You just, you just can't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, and we're not going to comply with any of that crap anyway. No, absolutely not. Yeah. And on top of that, there's already a lot of guns out there. Get over, I don't know why they're insisting on trying to take away one of the most powerful things um, in the matrix of what makes America so freaking awesome. Exactly. You know. And it's so far out there. Like I say, they can, there's just no way. It's, that's totally unenforceable. And the whole homemade gun thing was absolutely insane. Like, what, how are you going to regulate? I can go to Home Depot and make a slam fire shotgun in less than an hour. Like, mm -hmm. give me a break, man. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just crazy. It's so far out of the bag that that's, you can just give up on it, man. Just give up on it. Yeah. So let me see. Someone said to um, get them the link. I think you can go to devcad.com, which I'll share right now in the chat. But there's probably a specific place in devcad.com uh, that we can find it. Let me see if I can find exactly where they put all those files. Because that link that's in there just goes to um, devcad. So I'm assuming that everything there is just, um, just open. Probably so. It sounds like the kind of place who would have it just open, yeah. Yeah. Oh well, probably library. I'm gonna say library. Let's see. Go on the library. Uh, 
Yeah, it looks like all these files are here and you could download them. That's what. Hold on, let me show that. That's probably what I should do. That'll probably be the most helpful to the folks out there. Okay, so if you go to devcad.com, this is what it looks like. Um, and then I would say go to library. And it's just showing everything there. And it just looks like you could just download everything. That's awesome. I so there's love pictures. It. I love you can it. go in and just download whatever you need and have at it. I love it, man. You know, and enjoy yourself. There's a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, lots of awesome. That little liberator. Actually, I saw somebody print one of those little liberators that you just scroll past. I saw that uh, on some channel. What did the I other see? Day. Where was the liberator? Oh yeah, the twenty-two LR liberator. Yeah. Scorpion Evo. There's lots of good stuff in here, man. Um, there is the Mac Daddy. The, I was just sitting there looking at the <laughs> Mac Daddy. That's crazy, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, and then they have the Ghost Gunner <sighs> Three is out that you guys can get from them. There's My wife is going to kill me when she sees a 3D printer on our credit card statement. Yeah, I've been trying to. I have been. <laughs> dude, yeah, uh, I've been trying to convince Lola to, to uh, authorize that one. You know, Lola's oh, the CFO man. of everything around here. <laughs> um, I'm already in the doghouse from all the ammo and guns I bought lately. And then this reloading stuff was like, oh, man yeah. we <laughs> this reloading stuff was a pretty penny buddy it's, oh yeah it's expensive to get into and, and you <laughs> yeah. just got into reloading just got into it within the last month yeah yeah this is a crazy i wanted time. to it's something i wanted to do for forever you know and i just kept because back when i really seriously almost did it i mean it was so cheap ammo nine millimeter five five six which is most of what i shoot was so cheap you know Mm -hmm. I just I put it off because it, it wasn't mm -hmm. worth hardly me bending over and picking up the brass at that time, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. But that's one of the know. biggest regrets I have is not doing it sooner. I really regret and that. not buying every single primer you could possibly. Every one of them, yeah. <laughs> primers are tough. Yeah, they you guys are. are. Yeah, I was gonna say, are you guys getting any kind of primers in? Uh, my love, no. oh, him, not no. no, Hank, we've never really carried uh, much reloading stuff, but. You know, as far as like the primer stuff, we—I mean, from everything from everything we've been told, the manufacturers—they're all sitting on their primers because mm -hmm. they don't know if they're going to be able to get more. So that's mm -hmm. part of what's hindering production. Mm -hmm. I believe it. To, yeah. yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Are you seeing it in the stores? I think you were just about to talk uh, about My that. local shops, they, they carry, I've got one local shop that carries powder and primers, and I really hit the jackpot on powder a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago, but the primers are crazy rare. And it's, it's like the ammo. If you're not there, when they put those primers on the shelf, you can forget it. You're not going to get them. Mm -hmm. the, but the powders, like I say, I got, and the, and the bad, the really bad thing about reloading is if you don't have a local source, the hazmat fee is going to tear you up having to order it online. I mean, mm -hmm. the hazmat fee is sometimes as much or more than the powder that you mm -hmm. buy. So it's okay. just, whew, it kills you. Yeah. Yeah. We got to come up with um, different, uh, th there's got to be some different ways to do this. I don't know. Some, some genius out there. Well, you know, you got guys out there, the mad scientists now, they're reloading their primers. They're figuring out the, the right compound, but you're getting into really sketchy stuff when you, you, you know, you're messing with crazy explosives right there. So you got to be very careful what you're doing on that. Yeah, we had the guy on the show, I can't remember his name right now, but that came up with the new kind of bullet. Um, with the new, he they, like, it has a whole completely different metallurgy and all that on this bullet. 
and he said that, that was one of the next things that he uh, was going to be working on. So, um, yeah, it's, that's I, some I, tricky stuff. I know we talked about three D printing briefly. Have you guys seriously considered? I know timing is a thing. That's what you said. But have you considered getting a three D printer? I honestly haven't before now. I mean, you really got me seriously thinking about it, just flashing those files up, to be honest with you. I've never considered it because I've, I've loved the polymer 80s and the I've got AR lower 80 percenters that I do myself here, too. So mm -hmm. that's so easy to do right now because it's almost done, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and but not near cost prohibitive as a, yeah. the whole 3D printer. Yeah. Go ahead, Dylan. I need them to make a file that says deal spec. <laughs> Deals for, I'm, I'm sure for can, ARs. Yeah, I'm sure you can add that, um, you know, really easily. To oh, I'm uh, sure too. Yeah, I'm sure you can add that to your. Um, I'm sure you can add that to the file. So once, so you can basically the way that it works is you could get the gun that you, um, you know, you get the 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 files for the gun that you're looking for. And you know you you have to bring it into your into a kind of three D three D software right to manipulate it and all that kind of stuff and to send it to print and so you can add all these things that you want to in there or you could laser it afterwards. There's a lot of different ways um, to do this stuff. And according to let me see, I'll share I'll share my thing here. According to um, okay, this is currently unavailable. But I mean, this I'm seeing like four to five hundred bucks for Ender Pro Five. That's not bad, honestly. Yeah, uh, on Amazon, three ninety nine. You know, I mean, that's really not bad. Yeah. So the that's cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Now, obviously, you have to buy the the, the printing spools and things like that. Right. Right. So there is a curve. You got to get the machine. I think it comes with some basic stuff to get going. And then you've got to get your supplies, and you need a software, and then you need the skills to manipulate that software and figure out like what orientation you want to print and all that kind of stuff. But um, I would definitely recommend that people out there think about it. Yeah, that's not bad, if, even for the startup, because even these 80% AR lowers, these aluminum lowers I'm doing, I mean, I, I, which I had, you know, you're talking about a drill press, the jig, uh, the routers. I mean, there's a, there's a little bit of equipment there, too. So that's mm -hmm. not as bad as I thought it was going to be, yeah. actually. But it's never as easy making your own guns as people as people think. It's not like you can't, we're not at a space where you could just press a button that prints out a whole gun and you're good to go. Right. You know. There's complications on certain things. Certain things are metal. You've got your barrels, you know, that are that are um, that are that have got lands and grooves and all that kind of stuff. That's not so easy to do. Although I think they're working on that. Um, you know, it's a lot of different things. You and you have to tweak it. It's just I think when you're. This is why I was asking you about the eighty percenters because I have never found those to be as straightforward and easy as everyone thinks. You know, you 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 do have to tweak those. Sometimes I'm not saying it's not impossible at all. I think it's easy, yeah. but you know, the manufacturers that like if you complain about something you buy from a manufacturer and it doesn't work, when you build it, it's more so, right? Yeah, if if you mess it up, I mean, it's 
you're it's you're right. Here. You have to you have to have a little tinkering knowledge because it's just not like you say. You're not going to take a pair of of dikes and clip a couple of tabs and boom, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. You're good. I mean, there is some smoothing and some finessing to be done. And if you're not handy. I mean, you could hack your way through it, but you're not going to have a reliable firearm. You can make it very simply, but to make it reliable as factory, that takes a little bit of finesse. You're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And as um, as uh, LV Louis Cipher says here, when you build it, it's on you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's right. No factory exactly. warranty. But now, mm -hmm. Yeah, but now, see, I'm a tinker. I, I mess with all kind of stuff. So for me, it's like mm -hmm. these guns, these these polymer radies I have, you would never be able to tell they didn't roll off the factory. Never be able to tell if mm -hmm. I showed it to. And even like my friends, my family that I've showed them to, they're like, they're like, what kind of gun is this, man? I was like, I made this. Oh, no way. And then when I flip it over and it's got the blank serial number plate, they're like, oh, my goodness, man. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Show me how. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Devil Dog says uh, filament is like primers and reloading. You will go through it quicker than you think. Um, and I that's believe true. it. Those spools, yeah. Yeah, and Black Sword Shinobi says uh, Joe Biden is lying about ghost guns. Yeah, you can't put a ghost gun. I don't know. That's even a stupid. I, I, I. My, my uh, apologies for even uh, repeating their stupid language on um, on the the whole ghost gun situation. But yeah, those things you can't put those together as easily as people think. And there's a and lot easier way for people to get their hands on guns. Uh, and especially and the aluminum ARs. You're talking about some work, buddy. You can't just slap that together. You're talking about some major time and effort to get those done major time and yeah effort. are they gonna ban machines and ban ban hands to be able to right. craft the, the weapons they'll probably try yeah. I'm are sure they gonna they serialize yeah. like uh, i know mac already has the first uh bump stock with his uh finger right <laughs> yeah yeah i guarantee you they will try man they will go after you know they are trying to go after 3d printers um and, and and other things out there right they're trying to go after every single part on when it when it comes to the 80 percenters they you know i mean we talked about that last week right they want everything serialized including a slab of metal yeah that's yeah. insane yeah because you know they screwed up you know the dumbest thing ever was to make the lower of an ar the actual firearm that was that was their own stupidity right there and now that's so far gone that they can't turn back at this point it's it, you know that was the dumbest thing to say that the lower is the firearm that was this well, uh, dumbest thing mm -hmm. i believe the aft is trying which is not good they're trying to mm -hmm. change the definition to where the upper mm -hmm. has to be serialized to where you know, you can't it's put so late now, though, like, like we're saying right. with those files. Look how many of them are out there. I mean, I, myself, I've got stacks of offers, man. Like, it's too well, late. I think. Well, for them, it's probably not too late. I think that they are attempting to criminalize Americans. That's really what they're That's going what it's after. about. You got not it. Anything, you're right on. Not anything to do with crime. And mm -hmm. You're hey, right you on had, right uh, there. I really enjoyed your episode the other day with the former uh, AFT uh, agent mm -hmm. with Walter. Yeah, you're and talking he, about he, uh, Vince Sheffaloo. Vince, yeah, he. Yeah. You know, I don't agree with him on everything, but like, you know, if our government had more people like him, you wouldn't have a lot of the issues that it had. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think that overall he was a good agent, probably from the old school 
of when those guys believed in their job and what they're doing. There's certain things that he sticks to, like, he has a lot of loyalty, obviously, for the folks that he, you know, served with in law enforcement and the law, like, when we argued about whether or not there's too many laws and all that kind of stuff, but I think, right. he's, I think he's a good guy, the, you know, he criticizes the, them as much as he lifts them up. The the question that I would have liked to have asked him, like when you talked to him about the mach- the the machine gun ban, and he goes, "Well, you you can still buy one if you want it." Well, the the uh, the question I would have asked him is, "Do you think it's appropriate for me to have to wait over a year to get it approved and have mm-hmm. to pay a minimum of probably fifteen twenty thousand dollars if I can, mm-hmm. you know, if I have a concealed carry permit and I have all this other stuff? Why why do I have to wait this long and pay this exorbitant amount of fees?" Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah um you know yeah i think that there's always a lot of questions (laughs) for vince when he comes on because he's a guy you know willing to get up here and uh take those take those tough questions by the way i'm trying to get the snippets up from that there's still a bunch of snippets out there because i know not everyone has time to look at the whole long uh two-hour podcast when we do that kind of stuff these podcasts are fun. I think for the folks who are actually watching this, it's fun. The two hour goes by fast, but you know, I am making that into snippets and putting it out there. Um, and there's a lot more of it. I don't know if you watched the whole podcast or just the snippet, Dylan. I, I, I did the whole thing. Like I, okay. I, you know, whenever you and Walter are on, I always try to, you know, oh, okay. watch the whole thing generally. Okay, understood. Okay, good. Thank you. I appreciate that. What were you gonna add here, Tools? No, I was just going to say you hit the nail exactly on the head by saying they're trying to criminalize us. And that's that's where they're going to do it. I, I, I tell people all the time they don't have to they don't have to make anything. They don't have to really ban anything or take away. They don't have to confiscate anything. Mm-hmm. They want to criminalize you and make you hide it. That's where they're going to get us. They're not going to come door to door and get your guns. Now, I don't ever believe that's going to happen, that they're going to come to your door and try to get your guns. But if they criminalize those, if they outlaw those guns or if they take manufacturer liability, away or threaten financial institutional backings they got us they're, yeah. they're going to try to criminalize us and make us hide these guns and if they do that they've won period they don't have to come take it yeah and it's been going on in california since the mid 80s that's what i believe we are right now where california was right before i believe 1989 when they passed their yeah. law mm-hmm. yeah it's just taking longer for it to come to the whole country mm-hmm you know, it's going to come down to, though, who is going to comply with this? Who is truly going to comply? Because you get so many people, I'll never comply, and cold, dead hands, and this and that. But listen, man, when they threaten your entire livelihood, your entire life, and they say you're a felon, who is, going to, who is going to not going to comply? I'm not going to. I can promise you. I, I'm one of yeah. those cold, dead hands guys. Right. But there's some people who aren't. Yeah. And um, that's what it's going to come down to. I think there's probably going to be a lot more people who are not going to comply. The problem is, like you just said, is when they come to the individual. So someone, because all the states, including Florida, have stupid red flag laws. Someone red flags you for whatever reason. They show up, you know, even if your state, and this is why it's really important for the states that are doing anti, like, uh, they're doing uh, declarations that are protecting the state um, from anti-Second Amendment uh laws that go up there they need to have teeth because if someone red flags you and these guys show up and then they find these things that you're not supposed to have that opens you know for the federal government to come in there and go well you're not supposed to have that that's felony and 
and Hank, if you don't mind right. me, I, I got to say something, speak freely. Mm-hmm. You know, I do like the governor of Florida, but instead mm-hmm. of focusing on his run for president, he needs to really be trying to, uh, you know, repeal the red flag laws and some of the other things. I read mm-hmm. an article the other day in uh, The Truth About Guns, how it said how with a Republican supermajority that constitutional carry can't move in Florida. And I think that's complete bullshit mm-hmm. considering, you know, we're up to 20 states that have it and mm-hmm. you have a Republican supermajority. Mm-hmm. Um, I and, just, and, you know, I mean, yeah, I think that the Repo- you're talking about the Republicans here that are not trying to put that stuff forward. Right, right? in this. I think it's mainly in the Senate. They're, they're blocking it from what I've read. Yeah, because we have a lot of rhinos in Florida. That's just the right. bottom line of uh of I, I think what's happening here. Just a lot of rhinos. But you know, I, I like I like DeSantis, but I haven't really heard him, you know, get aggressive or, you know, attempt to get some of this stuff passed or repealed. And mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed in him because, you know, I'll tell you this, like and I don't mean to get on a tangent or anything, but all these socialists, you know, they vote to shut Nevada down, shut California down, but then they go to Florida for vacation because that's the only place that's open. Yeah. We should. And what's going to happen? What's going to happen? <laughs> Except with DeSantis, we need their money. We need their money, though. So. Right, right. And what's what's going to happen with DeSantis is, um, you know, if he loses re-election for the governor of Florida, you know, Florida, there's going to be nowhere to run to for vacation. Every place is going to be shut down. And I would hope that he, he doesn't. I would hope that he runs again for governor of Florida, and I would hope that he would win that. Right, um, I, I would too. But yeah. what I'm saying is, you know, mm-hmm. he's so focusing on going to New Hampshire, making all these presidential appearances, and my whole thing is, you know, he mm-hmm. needs to really be concerned about not screwing his home state. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know, if he doesn't decide to run, he needs to find somebody that can, you know, run to, you know, take his place because. That's going to put Florida in a really bad space because you're already went backwards from uh, Rick Scott. I would see. So with Rick Scott, Rick Scott gave a directive to the the state Senate, um, you know, uh, and Congress here to come up with the gun control when we got it here in Florida. So I think DeSantis can give a directive to these guys and say, hey, I want you guys to repeal that stuff. You know, we want this. We want that. Um I'm not sure that he's doing it. I would agree with what you're saying. I think that he needs to work harder on getting that done. Um, I was, I did talk about this. There was, um, there's, there was an article and some stuff that's that's um, coming out there um, in regards to some of that stuff. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I could pull this up and share this with you guys. So, if you remember the um, the gun free zones thing that that happened, let's see if I can get this in here. Um, this was in the Orlando Sentinel, right? This article, Florida legislature okays carrying guns at churches with schools. So the legislature has, um, let's see, here it goes. A proposal that would let people with concealed weapons licenses pack heat at churches and other religious institutions um, that share properties with schools is heading to Governor Ron DeSantis, the Republican-controlled um, Senate on Tuesday voted 26, 24 to 16 along party lines to give final approval to the measure HB 259, which passed the House last month. DeSantis's office did not immediately reply to a question about whether the governor will sign the bill. So just to quickly explain to people who are not in Florida or maybe people who are here. So basically with this gun control stuff that they passed a few years ago um, and the gun free zones, 
you, you know, you can't have guns in schools, right? And the, and why does that affect churches? Because if connected to a school, yeah, most churches have some kind of Sunday school or something like that going on. So technically, they're connected to a school. So people going to those churches, which they've been doing anyway, if they had to defend themselves in that church in that county, if there's some liberals in there, they could come in and go after that person for saving the other people in the congregation. So that's what this is about. Now, that the whole, all of the gun control stuff they put in should be overturned, right? But overall, I would say this is still a good bill, you know, and I'm glad that it passed all the way through. Now the governor needs to sign it, but they need to dismantle the rest of the nonsense that they, that they put into place. And uh, that really comes up to us as the, as the citizens of Florida and folks out there in other states that this is happening to push back against these guys and make them pay attention and make them do something about it. We just had something similar go down in Virginia, except it wasn't a good side. It was on the opposite direction. You know, Virginia is run by complete liberals right now. It's a shame. It basically Governor looks like Blackface. a map of this country. Uh, what they just passed a few months ago went through both houses. I think the governor has already signed yeah. it. If not, he will. But mm -hmm. not only now can you not carry on school grounds, you cannot carry your gun into a building where school administrative business is being held. No oh. school on the ground. Board of Education, the whole nine yard, anything like that. It, it passed right through Virginia. Flying yeah. colors, man. Gun-free zones cost lives, man. I don't think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, these guys aren't getting the picture on that. So I think 97% of all public mass shootings have been in a gun-free zone. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. And Virginia's yeah. have really been under attack lately because we, we're completely controlled by liberals, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Shout out to Gorillas and Guns. I see him out there. He says, hey, another Virginian. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. That reminds me of John Carter of Mars, Virginia. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um it sucks. I hope that um DeSantis if he really look, I'm fine with him um trying to become president, but do more for Florida first. You know That's run, what I'm saying. Yeah, run again, win again, do do some things for Florida, put Florida back on the right track. Um a lot of what he did in over the last year and and, and several months has helped Florida stay afloat. So um, push that forward, man, and, you know, use that as a, um, you know, as a sign to the rest of the country of what could be done and do some good stuff for Florida. And then we'll all be in there supporting you to, you know, run to become president and all that kind of you know, the bad thing about it is it's not even just locally, though. It's 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 federally even, you know, instead of worrying about who's going to be president, do something for our rights. I mean, the Republicans, when you get down to it, they're no better. I mean, they haven't advanced our rights at all. None of them has. Yeah. None of them. They do the bare minimum to stay in their position. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. There's not enough pressure. And I think it goes back because we had it all on one monolithic organization. Right. Most of that pressure went to the NRA. All the gun companies out there gave their money to the NRA. And then that just became the thing of like, you don't really have to support other 2A organizations. You don't really have to do much or use your, your uh, social media status or your, your soapbox for these companies to get out there and fight for the Second Amendment. It all got left in the lap of the NRA. And obviously corruption, with all that money came corruption um, and greed, and that's how we got where we where we are now. And there are companies, I think, that are out there uh, fighting 
for the Second Amendment, but still, I think we have a lot of the companies, um, they've kind of got that stuff on pause, because right now they're selling every single thing they manufacture, so why, why worry yeah. about it? You know? I agree. It's a shame, but I agree. And, and it's really a shame that they're feeling that way if they are, because we're the ones who have put them where they are. I mean, and, yeah. and it's like they're turning their backs on us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vanessa Kitty has a good comment here. She says, most military zones are gun-free zones. Actually, any weapons not allowed, um, uh, not just firearms, you know, VA properties. And even I saw, like, in the camping world, which I didn't realize until recently... There's actually specific military camps for so people who are in the military or veterans where you can go with your RVs and stuff like that. And if you can prove that you are prior military or current military, you can stay there, right? And on those properties, you can't defend yourself. Wow. <laughs> so if you're, tra if you're a retired military guy and you're traveling around the country in your RV and you try to stay on these properties, you technically can't defend yourself on there. That's unreal. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So it is, it's, mm. yeah, it sucks. You know, um, we need to do something about that. But I think that what we really need to do, we need to start with getting rid of the traditional politicians that are out there. And we need to get the just regular people back into actually serving. And I know that's not easy. You know, everyone worries about, oh, well, I don't want people digging into my life and all up in my business. You know, but we we do have to really step up and do this. Otherwise, the professional politicians are going to rule. And I'm going to tell you what, if it doesn't have if it doesn't happen soon and, and these that's in control now keep going the way they're going, it's going to be impossible because they're yeah. trying to make it almost impossible to swing that pendulum back the other way. With the way they want to federalize elections. I mean, we're, we're one Amen. step away from our votes being, you know, just to where our, we don't even have a close to a say. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, from the last elections, which they pretty much got away with, it looks like, I don't know what kind of faith we can have in the elections unless we make drastic changes to ensure the validity, regardless of what direction it goes in, right? It's not like, I don't want it so that the person, you know, who I want to win always wins. I want it so everyone feels like, hey, these are fair, honest elections, you know? Right. This is I agree we, totally, what, yeah. Yeah, that's what we all need. Otherwise, we're going to reach a point where people go, yeah, I'm done with this. Yeah, you know? you're right. And and, and that's yeah. what they want in the end. They want people to say, I'm done with it, y'all handle it. Because who? <laughs> look who's in power now. They want to keep it. So Yeah. And you can say, you know, when I don't know if you all remember, but when those Georgia Senate races happened a while back, the special mm -hmm. elections, they say that a lot of people on our side sat out because they were so frustrated about, you know, what happened in the presidential race. That's what they want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's man. That's really what I worry about. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see, you know, uh, 42 chilled says rope can fix things. <laughs> um, yeah, it will, it would have to like, if the people, so like if the people just give up and don't do anything, these guys will just do whatever they want to do. I think at some point, uh, folks need to, um, start taking back and it starts from like just the local stuff take back your where you live 
your local counties and and then expand that out you know eventually to the states and then eventually to the countries and hey if there's country there's a, like a gnat flying around here if if there's parts of the country that want to do all this crap then we should just separate from them you know and when their ideas and their crazy policies don't work they should go down the drain and we could step in and buy them out or whatever it is <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah i mean what like it's to that point it really is yeah yeah I think that's that's the way to do it before we all get into a civil war, which, um, yeah, you know. I mean, nobody wants civil war. war. Let's just get, I mean, yeah. let's be real. Nobody wants the country at war. Yeah. No. Nobody I, I does. Don't. Yeah. I don't either. All right. Listen, we are actually, it's, we're, we're, uh, we're buttoned up on nine o'clock here already. Believe it or not. Time has been, time has been flying here, man. I know, man. You get run in your mouth. You could you could sit here yeah. and talk about stuff all night. Absolutely. I was going to ask Dylan what's going on with his. You need to get some headsets, Dylan, because it seems like those headsets of yours are aggravating you or something. They yeah. are. I spend all my budget on guns and ammo, man. I told you, I'm I'm a cheapskate. Yeah. You know, you need to get one of those uh, cougars to gift you like a nice. Uh, there you go. A, a nice get your sugar mama. Yeah. 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 That's right. You got to get your jiggle right. on here. You know, I'm not, not trying to encourage you in a bad direction. That's right, man. I gotta I gotta make it back out next year, shot show, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't wait till don't wait for that. Do not wait for that, man. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, I don't know when we're gonna actually even see another shot show. I, oh, I'm with you. It's 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 so it's such a disaster. It's just you know with how busy we are at the store. To be frank with you, I mm -hmm. I can't get an off day to say you know we just can't take off right now because it's just too mm -hmm. busy. Yeah, I could just imagine how that goes. All right, so listen. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start with Dylan. And I'm going to have him tell you guys where you can follow him, support him, and all that. So, Dylan, uh, what are you, on Instagram? I am on Instagram now. Um, Dealspec556 uh, five, five, is my name. Mm -hmm. uh, you can message me or whatever anytime. Um, also, you know, if you ever want to call the store and just say hi or have any questions or anything, um, our number is 502-657-6488. And even if you just want to say hi, feel free to call. Our, our phones stay pretty busy, but I'm always happy to, you know, get back with you. Yeah. So while you're talking here, I'll run it in. Dillspec556. He's got a nice suit on in his, uh, for anyone who is listening. Uh, uh, he's advertising for those cougars. Uh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> so you can put in, like, I, I, my request just went in. I guess I forgot that from the last time. So I just oh. put my request in there so you can, uh, you can approve it. So... Um, there you go. If you guys who want to, you know, the folks out there who want to see that, you know, um, go follow him on there. I think that's a good way to keep in touch with Dill Spec and what's going on with him. And so Tools and Targets, uh, where's the places for you, man? What, are you on uh, Instagram also? I'm easy because I'm not on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or nothing else, man. You can you can see my channel on YouTube at youtube.com slash tools targets, or you can email me at toolsandtargets at yahoo.com. Okay, so how come you're not up on the uh, Instagrams or anything like that, man? I hate it. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> simple oh, as simple as that. Oh, I absolutely hate them. I hate Instagram. I hate all those social media networks. I hate them. Yeah. Listen, uh, for me, they're just a means to an end. It's a good way to promote um, your, the different things that you're doing. 
And I'm listen, I you know, you totally have the right to do it, but I would suggest that you get up on some of that stuff just to help um, you know, get some more support in for what you're doing. I know it's gonna add to the workload of what you have to do and all of that, but I think it's a good idea. And I know they also have problems and there's issues. Parlor's back, I've been using that. Uh, there's Mines as well, which is on um, the blockchain. So there's some good things out there, alternatives to that if you don't want to do the traditional Yeah, I could, I could definitely see the use as far as getting out and networking, but I'm just... Yeah, I know, I it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. For sure, it's definitely a lot. All right, so listen, I want to thank Walther Arms for sponsoring us. I'm actually going to run in the end, and then we're going to come back, and someone's going to drop words of wisdom on us. Dylan, should we give it to to uh tools and targets to drop the words of wisdom i think i think so that's fine yeah well we'll do that um so let's let's run that in right now and we'll be right back you guys stay right there coming right back all right guys thanks for joining us been a fun show i hope you guys enjoyed it here make sure you smash the thumbs ups ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live we're going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all the other places you get your audio podcast from. Just a little public service announcement. The best podcast on earth, the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, is not going to be broadcasting tomorrow, Thursday, because uh, I've got some work that I need to be doing here on the van all day. So that's going to pretty much have me tied up and I'm going to have to miss out on that. I'm not sure about Friday yet. Lola will, I think Lola's figuring that out and she'll let me know. So no show tomorrow. Um, we're gonna go to uh, to tools and targets to tell to drop some uh, words of wisdom on us. I think the the most important thing I could say is as all gun people, as Second Amendment rights supporters, uh, we got to stop this infighting. We've got to stop the competition. We've got to stop the animosity between each other. We've got to stick together because, listen, if we don't hang together, we'll hang separately. And that's a fact. So Amen. all I can say is we have to stick together and we have to work together no matter which which kind of roads of life we come through. We've got that one thing in common and we've got to stick together. Absolutely. Well said. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. We're out of here. You two stay right there. We're out. Thanks so much to all the folks out there. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you when we're back. Peace. We're out.